Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ifield Black Box. My name is Az, and I'm joined by Mr. Mark Southerns. Sorry, Mark, I had myself muted, but quickly, quickly realised. Oh, saved it. Saved it. Almost a schoolboy ever from Az there. I think you might be muted, actually. (laughs) I'm not muted. You are on mine. Hang on. Oh, my There you go. You're fine I thought you were playing games there. (laughs) uh, Unbelievable. (laughs) So, happens. You put me in charge. In case you hadn't noticed, Az is hosting tonight. (laughs) Didn't take long for people to guess that one. There you go. It's fine. It's fine. Other than us both being muted at the start. Um, yeah. Apart from that, all good. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to um, FL Black Box episode 94. It's Friday night. When was the last time we did a Friday night stream, Mark? I don't know. I, I can't remember the last time I did anything on a Friday night, to be honest, at my age. So <laughs> that used to be, it used to be a going out night, going to the disco, mm. you know, that kind of thing. No, but nowadays, no. I, uh, it's normally a quiet night in with a takeaway, but instead of that, I'm spending it with you. But I, you know, I love you, so it's all fun. Oh, that's so good. Well, I have a glass of wine. Tonight. Oh, you're spurling yourself. Check I me have out. my, I have my new water bottle sponsored by Lark, although I don't have the sponsorship yet. I'm trying to get that. <laughs> if I keep holding it up and keep drinking from it, maybe they will give me that. Don't, don't give away our free, free sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for free. No, excellent. No. Um, actually, speaking of sponsors, that's segue. Yeah. Just oh, look at that! Nicely. Beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> and and it's the sponsor that everyone loves this week. It is, of course, Manscaped. Here we go. Our favourite ball shavers uh, right. on the market. Okay, right, listener and and viewer, see if you can tell when as he's sticking to the script and when he's going off the script. See if you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm going off script. Uh, Are you uh, today? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Honestly, I I think I, I will I will one day um, publish the script that we get sent for for Manscaped because it is 
it's, it's very American Priceless. And, it, and it's excellent. Um, yeah. But no, I, I think, I don't think we're quite uh, ready for that. But yeah, our sponsor this week is uh, Manscaped. Uh, they are the leaders in below the waist grooming. Um, <laughs> that's off the script. That's off the script. That's that definitely script. <laughs> I should have a little bell that when I, when I detect scripts, I'm going <laughs> to ring it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can see the, the graphics. So Manscaped did their own, own little study. I'm a big um, research man as I'm heading back into market research. Yeah. Uh, on Monday, look at that. Eighty percent of women think men should manscape below the belt. Eighty percent, Mark, <laughs> as opposed to manscaping above the belt. Yeah, you can right. also use it above the belt. I wouldn't recommend oh. using the same shaver for below and above. No, no. But you could potentially buy two products. I was also reading some reviews today, and there's a mm. number of women using manscape products as well. I'm not going there. <laughs> We're not comfortable with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean, no, where am I going? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will just say um, one of the, the best deals they've got at the moment is called the Performance Package. It's $130. You get 20% off, £130, sorry, you get 20% off uh, with our code BLACKBOX at the checkout. With that, you get the Lawnmower 4.0, which is the Skin Safe Electric Trimmer. You get the Weed Whacker, the Ear and Nose Trimmer, Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. Basically, ball deodorant, Mark. Ever heard of that? <laughs> heard of it. I'm a regular user <laughs> of such a thing. Oh, my word. God, I love Manscaped. Uh, magic Mat, which are their disposable shaving mats. I think Magic Mat is quite a um, uh, an elaborate description. Is that, is that a, a, a tip to Magic Mike? Is that, is it that could be. It I, bet he, I bet he Manscaped. Oh, he has to. It's part of his part of his job, really. Jobs <laughs> on the job description. Uh, you also get a travel bag worth thirty quid. Manscaped boxers worth twenty quid. They do loads of other stuff: shampoo, sprays, body wash, body wash, exfoliators, and nail kits. And like I said, use the link in the description. Black box at the checkout, twenty percent off, and free shipping. There you go. Enough of Manscaped and Magic Mike. It's time to talk Magic <laughs> Mo, isn't it? Magic Mo. Magic Mo. Is it? Is it Magic Mo? Is he really back? I don't know. I We're think... going to look at him tonight, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, I think again, you, this was a very good title you came up with. And... No, it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? You didn't. Really? You weren't. A, you weren't a fan. I not no. one of my best. Return no. of the King. No, not the reason. No, I no, don't I, like it. I liked it. I, I would. Have, I would have preferred the King and I or something like that, but I didn't want to try pushing the point with you because I was too tired. So <laughs> I went with the easy way out. It, it's not quite. It, it, it's not quite double trouble. I was going to say like be double, tr- double trouble <laughs> no, next week. <laughs> no, never, never will I uh, make an episode double trouble. I've got a thing against it. I you know, you know, times it. are bad if you ever see a black box episode called Double Trouble. Double trouble. You know, I'm stressed at work <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> uh, we will come on to Mo. Before we come on to Mo, let's just uh, talk through our, our game weeks. It, weird, weird game week. Um, hmm. Twenty three. I was really, really confident going into this, which is rare. Uh, and I got a red arrow. We both did. Um, I just pipped you on points. 74 I got. Uh, you got 73. Uh, I had a clean sweep of blanks in defence. Kepper, Trippier, Sinchenko and Botman. Bring in mind, Kepper had West Ham, Newcastle had Bournemouth and Arsenal had a double game week. And they all got, well, Sinchenko was my highest with, with three. Mm. Midfield, De Bruyne and Saka did well. 15 each. Rashford, another goal for him. Uh, with eight. Odegaard with four. Mitoma blanking, which was upsetting, with two. Kane blanking, come on, against Leicester, with two. Uh, and Harlan. Didn't read the script, did he? Didn't Harlan read the script. Ten. Yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed. I, I thought this, would, this was going to be a really, really... Sh- I genuinely, I looked at my team, I thought, if I was going to free hit this week, I don't think it would look massively dissimilar to the team that I put out. And yeah, to get a red arrow with that, I was, I was disappointed. Um, mm. You know, I was disappointed with, with, our, with Odegaard and Sinchenko, with, with Newcastle. 
um, as well. Obviously, Mara's got a big, big call. I sold Shaw. Of course. I know. The thing is, like, the difference between my week uh, being a, a good one and not being a bad one is is benching Shaw. But you yeah. didn't just bench him. You sold, sold him. him. Ousted him. How are you feeling about that? Yeah. I mean, he's he's versatile, isn't he? I mean, he played, played centre-back um, against Barcelona. He got the assists, which was rare for him. His, his underlying stats aren't, aren't that impressive at all. Uh, but United are looking a lot, a lot tighter. But with mm. the blank coming up, I, and with all the problems, other problems I've got in my squad, I don't really regret it. And I mean, I did short as Zinchenko. I mean, who would you rather have, you know, for that for that double? The, the guy who played two or, or short. But, you know, it cost me yeah, well, nine this points. This is it. This is it. When you look at your defence, um, you would have, where would you get short in? Right? You, you'd mm. have to have not, well, there's no, there's no one there you would have not played in your defence or beyond that. You, you wouldn't have played four at the back. So, I, I don't know whether I'd have sold him. And it's similar to mine. If you look at my team, I look at, mm. I've got Shaw on the bench, but I look at it and think, well, where would I, who would I have played him over? I can't, I can't play him over Ake because Ake had a double. And even if I did think he might not play both games, which was the case, um, I still would have played the, the player who could get two starts. Um, wasn't going to play over Trippio. who had Bournemouth and a stupid man who's, was really unlucky. He could have matched or even bettered Shaw if that goal had stood. So... It was between Shaw and a stupid Anne, and I went with a Brighton player. So, and you I'm got a very, un- I mean, that goal, the offside uh, goal, I'll say it again, VAR, killing the game. There was a couple of controversies. It was so bad. They should the not VAR still be making, bad. they shouldn't be making these mistakes at this, at this, this far in. You know, it's been, what, three years now, VAR? Mm. Also, Yuck. the Trent non-assist, I don't want to, you know. You're banned from saying anything bad about that. I know. I can't, I can't say that. All I can say is, all I can do now is raise an eyebrow. Mm. Or two. I can raise two eyebrows. It's very, very, um, very unlucky, wasn't it? For, for anyone who's, who's listening and, and has obviously kept hold of Trent all this time. I mean, I've, I've rewatched it countless times. and I'd have given it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. I'd have given it. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, 73 points for you, uh, which is not a bad score. Yeah, that's all right. Edison, Edison with the two games free, Trippier two, Ake only got one of the two with three, Stupian with seven. It's a Stupian, apparently, not a Stupian. I mean, you change it every week, Mark. I do, but, you know, I thought I got it right, but last week it was, I can't remember, Joe, wasn't it, in in chat, corrected me. Uh, Rashford eight, Bruno three, Saka the 15, Odegaard disappointing four, Mitrovic disappointing two, Haaland, yeah, the usual, Uh, and Nketiah with the six. Um, I was at the Arsenal City game and a couple of observations. One, Zinchenko was probably their best player. So I don't think he Really? Was, yeah, he was good. He was That's good. interesting. So I, I watched the game on TV and other than his cross, I saw him give the ball away a couple of times, a couple of really wayward crosses. Yeah, his end product wasn't great. But in terms of the build up from the back, he's he looks pivotal mm. now to them because he comes inside in that kind of inverted fullback role. And I just don't think Tierney can do that. I don't think Tierney can play that role that Arteta's got Zinchenko playing now. Tierney's an out-and-out fullback and he'll he'll run down the wing and then overlap Martinelli. Um, but uh, or or rather down that side, it's yeah, it is Martinelli. Um, but he won't he won't do what Zinchenko does, which is come in field and start play and be that link man, which he, he was doing really well. And his touch is very good. He's ju- he just looks really settled in that system. I think you're I think you've oh, good. done all right. I'll be, I was a bit yeah. worried about him after seeing White drop out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, White, yeah, White, um, Tommy Asu did well, but he made the error. Um, interesting that they picked Tommy Asu to be 
Presumably thinking he could do a better job on Grealish than, I than Ben I White, don't understand who's an out-and-out defender. I guess he's not a fullback, Ben White, so maybe that's it, but I that it was, was a, odd. Yeah, It was a weird decision, especially given that Tommy Asu played in the cup against City and not looked particularly good mm. <laughs> in that in that match. He was, uh, I don't know, I thought it was a bit of a strange decision. And it's, always, it's always one of those, like Arteta, you know, wants to be vindicated for that decision. And then, of course, it's that player that makes the mistake and... And, I mean, it's a terrible mistake, though, wasn't it? I mean, you can't just kick mm, the ball back to the goalkeeper. Pass. So yeah. soft. But hell of a finish. Yeah, it was. A good goal for De Bruyne. Um, but I do think, yeah, it's not. It's touch and go whether White's straight back in. Uh, and obviously in a double game week, you've got to think that White mm. might miss a game. So there's that. The other observation is it's really only a matter of time before Trossard starts. Oh, Martinelli yeah. was... Martinelli was very disappointing. I don't... I mean, obviously you got that impression watching the game on TV, mm. but live... Around me, the Arsenal fans are like calling for him to be replaced and, and Trossard in. And a lot of people saying Trossard did more in 10 minutes, 15 minutes than Martinelli did the whole game. And it's hard to make a case against that. It's so unbalanced now. Like Saka is the go-to ball. He's the one who can make something happen. Martinelli just doesn't... They don't, don't seem to be it is. looking for him. They're not in, using in him ways. enough. No, no, they're not. There was not. passes on in those situations. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was passes onto him they didn't take as well. I think Chaka had one and could, could have picked him out and didn't. Um, and but it's not helping from. that Zinchenko is obviously coming in field. So he hasn't got a fullback that side. So Martinelli, I think, is having to be wary of tracking back. And he's, he's almost, his starting position's too deep because Zinchenko's coming in field. Mm. So Martinelli's not pushing up. He's not pushing up enough and he's not got, he hasn't got a fullback who overlaps him because Zinchenko comes inside so much. So I think it's, yeah, it, it's not, it's not suiting him um, at the moment. So, um, yeah, I think that Trossard could start very mm. soon. Yeah, so I think if you've still got Marcelli, it's definitely the time to, to, be, to be moving him out, uh, unfortunately. Um, got some big names in the chat. We've got Dealer, of course. We've got Praz in the chat as well who says I'm looking much better yep yeah, I, I got COVID it turns out I did have COVID wow. last week yeah I'm not ill I'm not ill <laughs> <laughs> luckily I falling apart I know luckily Thursday Thursday I, I tested positive and then by Sunday morning I was negative so it was a short bout of COVID but mm. yeah kind of you forget COVID's a thing and then suddenly it hits you again um, <laughs> yeah I'm feeling a lot better now um, let's take a look at the great and the good uh, Greyhead's back. He apologised for for not not doing the table for us. We were worried about. We him, were. We? we were. No, mm. he's um he's fine. Uh, you can see all the Harland captainers except for Magnus Carlsen, who went for Saka. We talked about it last week, didn't we? Saka over over Harland. We both bottled it. Saka outscored him. Made the right call. Yeah, yeah right five call. points. Yeah, um, you know, good good result for Magnus, who was having a mare, isn't he? I've just realised he he's now the one that I've got to catch. Uh, he's gone above. He's 105. Gone below 105 points he got. Great game week, but it, <laughs> I didn't realise he would be second bottom now. Um, no, very unusual. Yeah. Very unusual But, game. you know, it's, um, yeah, great game week for him. Damn, I need to need to catch him up. But, yeah. it very, I mean, there's quite a lot of green arrows. I was surprised. My perception of this game week is that a lot of people in the community had a kind of meh or, or red arrow. Um, but actually, in the great and the good, there's some, there's some decent gains there. There's, there's mm. some gains over 100k, so... I guess the none of the arrows were big, were they? Neither the reds or the or the greens. There, if you look at it, the biggest by far is Magnus, and he did that by getting the differential captain. Everyone else is like negative a hundred k or plus a hundred k. So ben, very little movement. Yeah, Ben Ben Krillin, who's second in the league, had the um, had the worst game week with sixty one points after his hits. Old slippers uh, with seventy um, as well. But yeah, I mean, 
you know, that, that was the lowest. I mean, everyone, a lot of the, the mean score being around the 80, 85 mark, I guess, you know, lots of Shaws, Harlan Captain Saka, lots of De Bruyne, mm. quite a few Mareses um, as well. It just shows the difficulty of, of making up um, ground, especially in this league, but also at your rank. I mean, I would have thought a score of 73 at 2 million would have seen you with at least a small green. You know, the bloody Tell red. me about it. Tell me about <laughs> it. I know. But, it, it, you know, it's not, I, I think I'm at the point now where uh, an average score isn't going to get me a green arrow. I've got to mm. get a good score. Whereas when I was 4 million, days which I try not to think about, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a 73 would have, would have seen me get a green. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing, isn't it? There's 11,000 players playing, so there's probably 2 million in the game, uh, and many of which are still active, who know what they're doing. Mm. Whereas a few seasons <laughs> back, it would maybe be 500,000 who knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, so... It's it's more difficult. Uh, it's something we've got to face and something I've got to get over. But um, la-di-da, well, I'll try. I'll keep pushing on. Me and Magnus, you know, I've got to catch Magnus. Oh, that is what it is. And then, yeah, um, you're what? 40, what I might do... 47 might points do, beyond Magnus. I might slide into his DMs and say, look, if I can catch you, Again. you've got to come on Black Box. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you tried yeah. that before? Well, like sliding into his yeah. DMs. No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, I could. I could try. Does he still, he's, does he, does he still anyway. follow you? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he still follows me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd love I'll to say talk. to him, look, you can come on. You can check us both for anal beads. We'll be clean. Right? And, um, <laughs> no, it'll be fine. Someone that, who doesn't know. That, someone who doesn't know weird. chess. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> someone who hasn't been going. following the chess. Who doesn't follow the chess world? Exactly. Though? So everyone will get that, won't they? The chess controversies. Or, and I'm if not, you don't, you just think we're referring to well, a very strange reference. Yeah. yeah. Just just Google Adelby's chess and ignore yes, all the yeah. uh, there are free words. Did, <laughs> <laughs> there are free words you didn't think you'd put into Google, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, excellent. Um I and mean, when he's realistically, if we he's, if he if he wasn't coming on when he was first in the world, he's not gonna come on when he's one point one million, is no, he? No, that's <laughs> probably not right, is it? Magnus, would you mind coming on? You're having a mare of a season. <laughs> would you mind coming on an FPL podcast and talk about it? Oh, bless yeah, him. Don't yeah. think so. No. Um, I've got a feeling, by the way, we're going to fly through this this today. So I think this right. is, uh, I, right. I've thought that before. But, and we've never done it. And we've never done it. Yeah. But I, I think, and if there is time at the end, we, we're going to have a nice little q and I'll have another glass of wine. Everyone grab a beer or non-alcoholic beverage. Um, yeah, yeah, it's and, a Friday night. Let's be a bit more casual. Yeah, there, that's we? what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah got, as um, it comes. 900 people watching. So thank you all for joining us on this. Yeah, Friday hit night. the like and subscribe while you're there. You know, if you're new around here, as Andy would say, <laughs> hit the subscribe button. Yeah. yeah, different day, different audience, potentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, right, let's look at some data. Uh, let's look at team data attack. And it's the day I have always... I can't believe this. I've always waited for... Because look who is top of the last six for expected goals, non-penalty per 90. It's only Brighton. And you know Brighton what? Brighton and Albion. When Deserby came in, we and, and it's kind of snuck up on us a bit. I mean, I, we have been aware of Brighton's attacking potential because we've been getting on the likes of Solly March. So uh, obviously that's a big transformation. But when Deserby came in, we were kind of like, he was he was kind of billed as a manager who would rejuvenate your attack. Mm. I didn't really think he could do it to this degree because I looked at him and went, well, he's got, he's got Welbeck, he's got Undav, who's you know, a lot is expected of him, but he hasn't really delivered. So he's, he has kind of done it. He's found Ferguson, I guess, but he's kind of done it without a proper Premier League recognised mm. striker, hasn't he? I mean, Welbeck, you could say he is, but he's not, he's not in any way prolific, is he? Um, so to achieve this, 
in the time he's had with the players that he's got as his disposal. He's obviously got a lot out of Matoma. He's got a lot out of March. Um, it's credit to him, isn't it? You must be thrilled. Yeah, and I'm, I noticed you don't have the soundbite to hand of me saying that De Zerbe was going to build on Potter's foundations when you mocked me and said, I, steady. Well, is that, is that the episode you did an hour and 45 minutes yep. on Brighton's new manager? <laughs> Best episode right. ever. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Lowest viewing figures ever, probably. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> Biggest drop-off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, it's been amazing. I mean, it's, the difference is we go into every match expecting us to score now, whereas under Potter, mm. it didn't really matter what how much of the play we had. We always thought we, we would struggle. But yeah. I mean, you look you look at our games, I mean, you know, from game week, well, I mean, you could go you could go right the way back to Chelsea, uh, game week 14, you know, four goals against them, three goals against Wolves. And then a goal against Villa. We lost that game, which was disappointing. But then three against Southampton, two against Arsenal, four against Everton, three against Liverpool, two against Leicester. And then just a, just the one goal mm. against Bournemouth and Palace. But it's still a, it's a glut. It's a glut of goals. Um, yeah. And like big chances per 90, 3.67. Mm. Um, only Man City can better that. And, and, and this is ranked by XG non-penalty per 90, 2.07. You're ahead of Liverpool on 1.83 and City on 1.78. Arsenal down in fourth for 1.59. So to be that far ahead of Arsenal, who are top of the league, I mean, they have had a bad run the last mm. three or four games. Um, but you've done it with a fixture difficulty rank of 14. So the 14th best fixture. So not even good opposition, as you listed there. So yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And, and, and to be honest, from a fantasy perspective, we love this when a team gets transformed in some way by a new manager. And that's why De Zerbi was someone we were excited about. But I think he has over-delivered on my expectations, mm. but not well, yours. I'm, I'm, I'm not going not gonna, to not, not gonna mock you for that because I think he has. Mm. I, think, I mean, one of, one, of the, one of the big things I think has been Ferguson. Um, you know, he's been that kind of striker that's, that's mm. come in and, you know, he scored against Arsenal, Everton, assist against Liverpool, goal against Leicester. And then he's been injured. For the, for the last two and mm. Undav's been trusted and we've only scored one goal in each. I think we need Ferguson back. I think he's he's actually really important to, to our side, but De Zerbi does seem to like Undav and that kind of Welbeck role of him being quite busy, but not having the, you know, the, the prolific nature up front. So mm. I think if we persist with that, then maybe our goals will, will dry up a little bit with Ferguson. I expect to score more. And Brighton are topical, of course, with the double game week coming mm. up in 27, I think I'm right in saying, right? Yeah. That's uh, right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, unless the train strikes cancel it again. Oh, is that a factor yeah, again? I didn't realise that. There's, tra there's train strikes again. And, and that was the whole reason why they got cancelled in the first place. So we'll, we'll, obviously it's a wait and see on that, but it was cancelled because Brighton is kind of so difficult to kind of get to as a stadium because it's away from the kind of the, the main centre. Um, it was a problem before. And if it's the yeah, same... Yeah, it's impossible to get there without training. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, well, there are coaches and things, but they're not going to put on hundreds of coaches, I wouldn't imagine. I don't really know what's going to happen. The, the other thing as well is, is and as, as someone rightly points out in the chat, is we've now got this injury to Lalana um, as well, who's been, who is such an important player for us. I mean, his impact is is massive. I mean, he's a 60-ish minute man. He, I, I don't think he's completed 90 minutes all season. Um, but you know his influence in the kind of dressing room and everything is, is obviously massive. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cult he was, cultured figure, absolutely, he, absolutely like brilliant. That. But I'm not too worried about him in missing out. I think it's going to push McAllister up to the ten. Um, Casado, hopefully his head's screwed back on. We have got Gross there as well. But Gilmore has, has been all right as well. He's he's looking a bit a bit better lately. So we've got options, and as long as Lalana's around the dressing room, I think it'll be fine. So 
Yeah, not no. Too rude, not too rude. Let's move on because we don't want to make it another Brighton podcast. I know you <laughs> of course we do. Um, you've highlighted Leicester there. Yep. Return of form. Uh, Ian Acho and Madison back on the agenda. If the double game weeks and blanks weren't a thing, we'd be talking about more, wouldn't we, really? Because they had, I mean, Ian Acho in particular has these spells in seasons before where he's suddenly looked like, well, why don't they play him every week? Why is there mm. even any doubt over his starting role? And he's in one of those spells now where he looks really handy. Madison's just doing his thing. I, I, I still think the Madison, the fitness thing, is still lingering, isn't it? It's like you, you, every other week, it's like, oh, Madison's broken down a bit in training or Leicester are looking into his long-term knee problems. And that's the thing with Madison. Um, where do you stand on this? You're, you're a big fan of, uh, of Mr. Madison. Are you, are you like preparing a move after the blanks? The, the good thing about Madison is that he either kind of plays or, or he doesn't in, in some ways. He, he, mm. You know what I mean? He, when he comes back from an injury, he normally comes back in and plays quite significant minutes almost straight away. We saw it last season um, as well. Okay, he only got 21 minutes against Brighton, but then he played 66 against Villa, then played pretty much 90 against Spurs. And now he's probably fine until his next injury where he breaks down, but then he'll be out and then he can kind of come back in again. I mean, the, mm. the, the issue with him is the fixtures as well. I mean, not just the, you know, as we're all looking for blanks and, and double players and things like that. I mean, it's United next, then Arsenal, then okay, it's Southampton, good game. And then it's Chelsea, Brentford. And these are four tough games in the next five. Yeah, and he'll probably lose. He'll, he'll lose the Brentford game lightly as well in twenty eight, of course. And that's one of his better fixtures. Exactly. So yeah. If you look at the next five, Southampton away is is easily the best one. You've got to think that Chelsea are improving. Spurs, United, Arsenal. Yeah, it's, it's not in his favour, is it? So, um, but he's done it before against good opposition. He, he's a player who is somewhat fixture proof, but. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not that because there are other things distracting us um, in terms of blanks and doubles. We're not going to go there, I don't think. No, it's a shame. Yeah, I think I think as we're going to see from the defensive data as well, though, Leicester are just going to have to score goals because their defensive numbers are so bad um, <laughs> across yeah. across these games that uh, you know that they're going to need to score. So they look mm-hmm. like they've got a system that works now. They push Madison into a slightly different role. Iheanacho's come in. Dakar and Vardy aren't really getting a look in anymore. Barnes is looking good. Yeah, again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as his data shows, they're looking quite settled. So, yeah, they're looking a bit more, they're a bit more like the old Leicester, but I still would be back in Ward or, or the defence. Yeah. Um, Chelsea in ninth. So, Jao Felix, we are going to talk about. He is the most bought player already. I'm amazed uh, at this that. week. Yep. That shows, en- the, shows the engagement, doesn't it? it? Just, yeah, it does show the engagement because, I mean, obviously they're looking at Southampton. Um, it, the fixture, what they, is it Southampton they're playing this week? Yep. I'm sure. Yes, um, yes, it yep. is. Yeah. So, they've got Southampton at home this week. They don't blank in 28, which is the big appeal. And uh, they don't blank in, in 25, of course, because they're at Spurs. So, yeah, Chelsea are attractive. They don't have the doubles, but because they can navigate you through the blanks, they do appeal. And obviously the, the big appeal this week is Shao Felix against Southampton. And we're going to look at his data later on, and it mm. definitely does stand out. Very small sample, as, as the analytics crew would say. Very small sample. So can we, can we build too much around that data? Probably not. Well, I mean, I mean, you look at this this data. So, I mean, it's not the most inspiring, but it is improving. They were lower on this table last week. They are starting to create more more chances. They had chances mm. against Dortmund, for example. They've got players who have never played before. Obviously, lots of new signings. They're they're trying to make work and, and gel. I think it's it's just whether you think that they're going to start gelling quickly and soon because it's a good run of fixtures. They've got the game in twenty five. I think they played Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton in the next four or five. So it's a, it's a good time to invest in Chelsea. 
And it's mm. one of these ones where, you know, you are getting a bit ahead of the curve. I mean, F Felix is the most bought player, but he's only 2.9% owned. Mm. I really like, if I could get him, I'd get him this week. Would you? I can't. Would you really? Because yeah. I mean, I could go there for Mitrovic, but I, I kind I'd of do like, it. I'd do it. I'm honestly. banking my transfers to, um, to prepare for, for 25, but maybe, maybe there is something in that. I mean, what I'm doing there is taking one player out who plays in 25 for another, when arguably I should be trying to get um, a player out who doesn't mm. play in 25. Um, so classic, classic, thing. classic it is blinded really, though, isn't it? It is absolutely classic FBL error, as in you're blinded by the doubles and blanks. Your, gui your transfers are guided by that and you're missing the obvious that's staring you in the face. Um, just my concern, I don't, I'm not, I need to see more from Chelsea. I'm not utterly convinced yet. I don't think mm. they're over the, I still think they, they're lacking that cutting edge. They didn't score in Dortmund, did they? And, and, and are they going to win? I know it's Southampton and I know they're managerless and I know they're in dire straits, but are they really going to win three or four nil? I don't think so. I don't know. I can't remember what I've tipped now. I think I've gone for a two nil. And then, you know, in a two nil, there's a, there's, there's goal scorers elsewhere in that Chelsea team. There's, I mean, there were, it's hard. I don't think Jao Felix is a prolific goal scorer and an obvious scorer of the goals for Chelsea. It could be Havertz. Mm. It could be any number of player there. It's really hard to to pin down who the best attacking asset is. It used to be Mount only because of default, because he was a reliable starter. And I don't think Jao Felix has suddenly gone, well, I'm the one. I'm definitely the one you want from Chelsea mm. at the moment. He may well emerge as that, but I think it's very early to say. I think the, the, the obviously the positives about him are he's 7-5, and it's come at a time when Tony, for example, in his price range, has got this blank coming yeah. up, and Mitrovic yeah. is now an injury Mitrovic doubt, injury and, ha doubt and hasn't scored since the World Cup restart. Mm. Or maybe Something he's, like maybe that. he's I think got five one. games, five successive yeah. games. I mean, um, one of, and he's missed one. Yeah, I, I think that I can see why it's happened. Um, I just don't know whether I should forego my plans to move there. I could. It's, it's, it's something I'm looking at. I like him. I mean, Fulham are 16th on the list with the fifth best fixtures as well. So they're not creating a huge amount of chances. We're going to look at Mitrovic's attacking data in a bit, which isn't that impressive as well. Mm. He's mm. kicking penalties into his own leg. Something's not quite, <laughs> something's not quite right there. Um, yeah, it's never good, is it? I, yeah. I will say uh, Brighton have got the worst run against Fulham of all Premier League teams. You said we've, that. Yeah. We've never beat them. We've had five matches against mm. them and, ne and never beaten them. They're like, they are literally our bogey team. So it's such a big game as well. It could like, it's, who would have thought Brighton v Fulham? Top six. Such a big game. I'd got that down for a Colifer game. Huge. What? Have you not, have you not made that? Though? Okay. You, firstly, I can't because of your rules about 3pm. Right. Okay. But secondly, right. that's the biggest game this weekend. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, behave. Well, let's get onto the fixtures now. Look, <laughs> I really think that's Top an exaggeration. Six v seventh. Yeah. Well, God. if you're going to bring league position into it, but really, come on. Let's, let's think about the spectacle of what we're going to get. I don't, I am shocked and appalled with your attitude. To a few, few goals, attritious battle. I don't think it'll be great. Oh, Nigel the Crab, nil-nil all over it. Yeah, no. exactly, Nigel. No, rubbish, exactly. rubbish. Like your style. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound of another sale on Shopify and the moment another business dream becomes a reality. Shopify is the e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whatever you're selling, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook and Instagram. 
It's packed with industry-leading tools really to ignite your growth. And Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. Thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. What's incredible about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, it's there to empower you with confidence and control to revolutionize your business and take it to the next level. So now it's your turn to get serious about selling and try Shopify today. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash blackbox in lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blackbox to take your business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash blackbox. Uh, let's take a look at uh, defense. I mean, I couldn't believe this when, when, I, when I saw it. Um, in second place, Leeds. Is that right? Well, you did the table. I hope so. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Last six matches, wow. XG conceded non-penalty per 90 of 0.97. I, I'm going to have to check that live on the stream because I, I I honestly didn't notice that. So that's a shock. Because Forrester fourth and I was like, whoa, that's... that's a, I mean, looking at the table, uh, the teams down the bottom, you'd think, yeah, that is correct. But I'm going to have to check that. Um, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Blimey. Yeah. I mean, where's that come from? I, d- I don't know. I don't know what to do with the information, um, but it is interesting. <laughs> I'm just going to check that live on the stream. This Please is do. a Friday night thing. We wouldn't do that normally. Um, I, I don't know why that would be wrong because the other data looks correct, but I can't let that go without checking it because that is such an anomaly. I mean, Forest in fourth, I can kind of believe because we have kind of improved mm. um, of late. Um, but because it was late at night when I updated that, I want to make sure that I didn't get that completely wrong. I mean, look, I, I mean, well, I guess we should, well, I guess we should have checked this earlier, but, you know, we didn't. <laughs> no. It is, it is sorted correctly, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. V, yeah, VAR check, as people are saying in the chat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, we got to, haven't we? You know, I think, I think, I think we'll be doing a disservice if we, if we let that go. Don't forget to uh, draw the lines. Yeah, I will be drawing the lines, yeah. <laughs> um... Right, okay. No, it is correct. It's correct. It is absolutely VAR correct. rules. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have had the third best fixtures over the last six, but yeah. I don't know what the reason for that is, given that they were struggling onto March and then they've played United twice, uh, you know, conceded two in the first one and then lost to them as well. Things like Fernandez being through on goal as well. Um, Newcastle still top, 0.78 over the period. But mm. yeah, I mean, does, I mean, I guess the only thing you can, because you're not, we're not going to be buying Leeds defenders, but I guess it, might make us question whether Leeds are the play other team to target with captaincy and things like that. Yeah, I mean, like we, I mean, they played us and we didn't create against them at all. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of a reason why it would be because obviously Jesse March was departed during this phase as well. I don't know. I, we're going to go back to the attacking date. I don't think that was particularly strong. I mean, again, against Forest, they were impressive first half, but didn't really have tactical nails to break us down in the second half they didn't really have any ideas I don't think they've got goal scorers in their team once Rodrigo's not there I think they struggle to score goals um, but they're not conceding much. I mean I think I predicted 0-0 for Everton Leeds this week or maybe 1-0 mm. Everton and I think there'll be very few goals that's the that card game. Centre game if ever there was one yeah if it was <laughs> live um, 
Yeah, it's just that, that I, I, they've crept up that table without me mm. really noticing them. Um, maybe that's what you get if you play Forest. Maybe we, we, I think we created <laughs> 0.2 or something. We created very little in that yeah. game and we won it 1-0. I know that. So maybe, I mean, that was obviously a contributing factor. But. I mean, look at 10th to 13th though, because I've highlighted those. 10th is United and then it's Arsenal, then it's Liverpool, then it's Spurs. You know, this is like top four teams below the likes of Southampton, Brighton, West Ham, Brentford, Forest, Leeds. You know, a lot of the top sides are, are, are conceding more chances than we would have uh, expected. So mm. it tells you something about the league this year. I think it's, it's more open in terms of teams being able to create chances against a lot of the top sides. I mean, look at City, look, like at City look at City as well, you know, conceding yeah. goals to Villa. And it, and it does, from a fantasy perspective, it feels like that. They're Newcastle top of this table, XG conceded non-penalty per 90 at 0.78. And if you said to any fancy manager, name the defences you've been able to rely upon this season, mm. Newcastle will be the only one they probably say. Yeah. I mean, City really haven't been reliable. I've got two of their defenders and it's not <laughs> turned up anything. Arsenal have had this habit of conceding silly goals, single goals, but conceding. Um, so, and yeah, Spurs, Chelsea, Liverpool haven't been anywhere near it, have they? I mean, I guess United had that spell where they started to look defensively, and they still do. So, but really, yeah, it, this tells a story that we haven't really been able to delight, depend on our defenders mm. at all. And when we get to the attacking date for defenders, we see again how little oh, we've got from honestly, them there the, as well. The chart, yeah. the chart's a joke. We're, we're going to come down to that. Yeah. Just, I just want to mention that Arsenal have been leading this this team data defence for for the majority of the season. Um, for them to have dropped down to 11th, I think shows that it's not just a blip because of, in terms of results, uh, you know, because they've been unlucky. The defensive data shows they are conceding a lot more chances than than they were before and teams are getting at them. So things aren't quite right yeah. and Arteta mm-hmm. needs to address it quickly. And this settled side that he's built his whole season on, we might start seeing some, some more in and outs like he did against um, City with White dropping out. Yeah, I think he's going to have to make changes because I think he's got to stop the rot. At one point from three games, I think we will see um, changes again. I, mean, I, I think it's very tough to say whether White will play, but it's not certain. But I think Trossard will play at Villa. Mm. That's my thinking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fun team to mention here is Everton. Obviously, lots of people, including yourself, uh, investing in Tarkovsky. They're 19th um, over the last six. Yeah. Only worst. one under Deitch. Only yeah. one under Deitch, right? Oh, two under two, Deitch. Two, two under yeah. Deitch. One great defensive performance against Arsenal and one absolute shocker against Liverpool where they were <laughs> where they were lucky to escape with just the two goals uh, conceded. They have had the worst fixtures. Well, yeah, they've had the worst fixtures though. Um, and you've got to think at home it's going to be when, you know, they, they yeah. keep it tight and grind mm. up the clean sheets. But a little bit of concern still. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone's getting Everton defender thinking, oh, it's going to be a, a whole parade of clean sheets are they they're, they're going if I get one over the next three that'd be great mm. and maybe maybe Tarkovsky can get me a goal and that's what when when Deitch arrives at a club all of a sudden we start looking at the centre-backs don't we we start yeah. looking at the centre and particularly when he's got McNeil in the team to deliver as well so I think it's fair enough the attention that Tarkovsky's getting and he's at the moment spoiler probably my transfer well you haven't done it yet no, no, I haven't done it yet. Okay. Who, who would make their transfer this early? I mean, you know, I'd, I'd do it either late Friday night or Saturday morning, wouldn't you? I mean, like, everyone in their right mind does that. I'm right? getting, a, I'm making my load earlier. I like the rush. <laughs> <laughs> when did you do it? When did you do uh, it? I did it last night, I think. Did you? I thought, um, yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk about my transfer in a bit. Oh, okay. It's well. quite, it is quite dull. 
let's put it that way. Well, so is mine. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, yours is about as dull as it gets. Uh, goalkeepers, we won't spend too long on this, um, but obviously if people have got De Gea, they got a good return um, from him. Um, and they, you know, and they'll, and they'll be happy with the points that he's got, but obviously he's got the blank coming up. Uh, so you can't move for Raya, really, who's the top goalkeeper in terms of points per 90, because he's got the blank. Can't move for Pope, because he's also got the blank. I think if you've got De Gea, you're going to be moving for Kepa, right? In fact, if you've got Raya or Pope, you're probably going to be moving for Kepa as well. I'm probably doing it this week. Target that Southampton game. Yeah, very, very popular, isn't he? Um, and rightly so. He's done so well since the restart, we said before. Nothing really new to add here, really, other than obviously the 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 mighty Kalon Navas is fifth now. So, you know, obviously mentioned the Forest player. Kalon Navas in fifth. Check him yeah, out. Yeah, Henderson in fourth. So, you know, our two, <laughs> our two keepers, fourth and fifth. But, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll move on from that. Defenders. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is... I was looking at this. Basically, I was trying to find any anyone interesting to highlight in this. And I really struggled because this... I mean, some of the names on, on the, in the top 30 in terms of XGI non 90 Samura, Godfrey, Zanka, Emerson, Christensen, Aurier, Henry, <laughs> Sensei, Dawson. I mean, we're not just we're just not going to be buying these yeah. guys. It's, now um, this is over this is over the last six game weeks, isn't mm. it? So it's a smaller sample, and those some of those players have only played a couple of games, which is why they're up there. But what's what was interesting to me is is looking down the goals and assists column. It's so many zeros, and yeah. there's, like, there's so little there. The only player on this table who has got more than one goal and assist in the last six game weeks is Trent Alexander-Arnold with two assists. Yep. Really should be free. But anyway, I won't go on about it. (laughs) Um, That's the only player here who's got more than one single, uh, a single attacking return in six game weeks. Now, that might not sound extraordinary uh, because these are defenders, but going on the past seasons, that is quite a surprise because you'd expect the likes of Trent and Robertson and Reese James to be in there and even Trippier has dropped off, hasn't he? Six starts, no goals and assists, right? And and he and the clean sheets have kind of not dried up, but they've been faltering as well. So it's miserable times. Big at the back seems miles away, doesn't it? Miles away. Well it does. I mean, you know, not only are we not getting attacking returns from the likes of Perisic, Trent, Robertson, I mean look at Robertson, his XGI non point ninety is 0.19. Now, this was a player who was up in the 0.4, 0.5 mark for the last couple of three seasons. Mm. So it's just a huge drop off for him. But we're not getting the clean sheets either. No. <laughs> for, 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 any like, the, for any of these guys. The data no. doesn't paint a good picture of, for a lot of these teams as well. We've got the blanks for, for teams like Brentford who have looked quite strong. So we're not going to be considering them. It's really hard to. I mean, I, I was looking at um, Badia Shield, for example, and thinking, oh, you know, he could be a, a good option. But then Fafana's coming back. They've got Silver, you know, they've got Chalabar there. You, you look at James and you think, well, he is he going to play? Is he even going to play against Southampton? Given that he's just played back-to-back, he played 90 minutes against Dortmund. It's, it's, it'd, be, it'd be a big gamble, mm. I think, to throw him in again against and it, Southampton. And, it, and it's Potter, isn't it? It's Potter yeah. because you, you know he's going to rotate. So you can't, you, you can't count on anything with the Chelsea back line as they get more players fit. So Reese James is an attractive pick. I see he's in the scout picks and... I was thinking about it, but is he going to play three in a week? I don't know. I don't I mean, think he starts. Know. I don't no, think he starts. Possibly not. No. No. So, I mean, yeah, you've you've kept Tarkovsky there, who's 39th in this list by mm. XGR on penalty per 90 and 0.11. Nothing to shout about. 0.83 shots per 90. Uh, it goes gives a glimmer of hope that under Deitch, as we said, from set plays, he's going to be a target and might. And will cause Leeds problems. They are weak at set plays. I think um, I saw a tweet tonight that they're 
their 17th uh, for um, XG conceded at set piece. So I'll actually check that myself. Mm. But from what I, yeah, they're they're widely expected to be vulnerable at set plays at Goodison Park at the weekend. So I guess there's some hope that you might get something out of out of Tarkovsky in terms of attacking return. But clean sheet might happen. Mm. I, I think it'll be low scoring, but it, there's no. It's very hard to hunt for clean sheets, and there is very little in the way of attacking returns to to make the gap bridge the gap. Is there? Yeah, I mean, sure, sure. People like a few people where sure is his his um number is zero point twelve. So he's not in the top 30. He's just above Tarkovsky, who's got 0.11. So yeah, sure, he's delivering at both ends, but the indications are he's getting a bit lucky with some of those returns. I mean, it's a great cross onto Rashford's head for the goal against Leeds, don't get me wrong. But generally but he could be speaking, playing centre-back. Yeah, generally speaking, so he, he's not getting forward that much. He got the assist when they made the change and they brought Martinez on and he moved to left-back. He didn't get the assist from centre-back, did he? So he needs to be playing left-back to mm. offer that attacking potential. I would have said so. Yeah, it's um, it's it's tough. These are tough times when trying to find defenders. Absolutely. Um, well, actually, that, I don't know what that tweet. I think it was FPL SWAT who tweeted their uh, Leeds United's weaknesses from set plays. But actually, um, XG conceded from set plays is third best. So really, yeah, okay. there, you there you go. I don't know where that, maybe it's over the season. I look over the season. Throwing a wet towel on the top. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah, it's, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, over the season, they are about mid-table, 6.9 XG conceded set plays. So, about mid-table. So, But of late, they've been, as we saw with the defensive data, they've been strong. So, mm. I I still, yeah, I still think Everton will cause any team problems at set plays when, when Dyche is in charge. Yep. You know he's been, he's been throwing in some corners all week, hasn't he? I reckon in the on the training ground. No, oh, so, 100%. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, Shaw, Shaw is, is, I've sold him and, you know, I look at this list of defenders. And I think he's he's probably going to be someone that I look to bring back um, at some point, just because he's, yeah. he's got that nailed on us. He is getting points, and there's no one else that really looks that impressive. So strange. Can't ever. We we thought, didn't we, at the start of the season, this would be another year for the defenders, and it's this. Yeah. Li- if you'd shown me this list at the start of the season, I just wouldn't have believed uh, it was on there. So yeah, re- I don't know. I don't really know cool. if it's it's tactical, and teams are just set up better to deal with the threat from win-backs and therefore win-backs and attacking full-backs are less of a factor. Maybe it's that. Mm. But I didn't expect this at all. Obviously, mainly it should be the form of the players and the forms of the teams because obviously if Liverpool were flying, you'd expect Trent and Robertson to be delivering. Mm. But I do wonder if tactically teams have adjusted to deal with that kind of threat now from from out Mm. wide, from full-back and wing-back areas. Because if you looked at Liverpool... That was their main source of creativity. So when when playing Liverpool, you you try and shut that down, don't you? Because without that service, Liverpool didn't have a lot of creativity in midfield and still don't. So, you know, maybe it is a thing that tactically teams are now set up to, mm. to counter that kind of threat from, from those areas. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see next season if, if the trend continues. Yeah, I mean, for those asking, a few people mentioning players like uh, Stupinen and Cher and other other people, Dallow, for example. Basically, if they're not on this list, it means they have an XG non penalty per 90 of under 0.15, which is so incredibly low. It means they're very, very unlikely to get you anything. <laughs> um, in fact, anyone, you know, around the 0.2 or under mark is, is going to be lucky to get you attacking returns. Which is where Robertson is, uh, which again, yeah. like but, I said. But Stupian has looked like he's mm. performing at a high level. He might not have been getting in in areas to threaten goals and assists, but apart from the Palace game, of course. But um, but I think 
he's one that I'm happy having and one that I hope to get something from in attacking areas. But like, like you know, we'll see if clean sheets are forthcoming. Mm. I think Brighton aren't that team anymore, as we saw. They have an attacking powerhouse now. So. Attacking powerhouse. Mm. Yep, just how I describe us. Uh, midfielders, it gets a bit more interesting here. We'll be pleased to know. Uh, Garnacho right at the top. Two starts, uh, one goal and two assists. Uh, good for him. He got a lot of criticism, I think, after the, for the first Leeds match they played and then scored in the second one. So always nice to see that happening. He's only 18, uh, young player. Uh, Mares second, always kind of right at the top of our, our list, 7.8 million. XGI non-penalty per 90 of 0.7, points per 90 of 8.32, which is the highest of all midfielders bar Madison. Four goals and four assists. Can't really argue with that, can you? Is he the mm. city weapon of choice? Yeah, I, I, we, I think I said it last week. I certainly said it in the member stream of Andy last week. He was the one that I would go for because I consider it now a level playing field. Marwes has never been um, never been nailed on for starts, but I think you can say that of any City midfielder now. I don't think you can necessarily say De Bruyne is, is nailed on. Not now we enter Champions League phase as well. So I think that when it's like that, when, it, when any City midfielder has that risk of rotation, you go Marwes because... You know, he's even got a chance of being on pens, as we saw. So I think that, uh, yeah, if you really want to go out of your way to own a city mid, then then Marwes is the one you'd 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 hold them. But I think we're we are entering that Champions League phase now, where anything could happen with Pep's team sheets. They were unpredictable before. Brace yourselves some more, basically. Yeah, I mean, the frustration with Marwes is he's got fifty-eight minutes against Spurs, starts against Villa, gets twelve points, starts against Arsenal, only plays sixty minutes, and gets the two. Pep's always liked him in Champions League. Always, always played him in pretty much every opportunity that that he can do. Um, it could potentially affect his his minutes. But we saw Bernardo Silva at left back, who's probably his biggest competition at right wing. I'd say. Well, Foden could start, can he? he well, Foden doesn't often play on the right, does he? He has done. He yeah. has done. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think Mares will start at Forest. No. Uh, well, it depends if De Bruyne starts. It depends if Haaland starts, right? So of those three, I would have thought one of them is not going to start Forest. Which one will it be? So, Would mm. you be buying Mahrez this week? No. No? No. I don't, I don't think I would because I, he's got Forest and then Bournemouth, which look very attractive. But because of the Champions League game in the middle, Who promoted teams? I think it's very unpredictable whether he'll start. I don't, there is no way he's going to start all three games. Mm. That's certain. And I don't know if there's anyone who's definitely, I mean, Haaland's the most likely. But yeah, I I think it'd be, I wouldn't be buying him now, no. no. It I is, mean, he'll, he, he could easily destroy Forrest, but I don't think he'll start. It, it is tricky because, I mean, I know you mentioned Foden, but Foden is so seemingly out of favour yeah. at the moment. I mean, he played 21 minutes against Villa, 13 minutes against Arsenal. Um, he has been favoured on the left. I mean, obviously he can play on the right, hmm. but it would be surprising, I think, if he if he came in on the right over Morris, who Pep's really liking. I think it's more likely that Silver plays there, but hmm. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's so difficult to predict. I, I think Morris is the one that I'd go for. I'd go for him over De Bruyne. I, yeah, I, think. Definitely I, I wouldn't that. be touching yeah. the defence. Hmm. So if you've got the no. money, then then maybe. But you're probably going to go for Gakpo, aren't you? Seven point seven million um, with the double game week. As well, if you've got sort of around the eight million, would you rather have Gakpo or Mahrez? 
Yeah, probably with the double that would convince mm. me to go Gakpo. Yeah, I mean, if obviously if I knew Mares would start these these three games, if he was going to start in twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, I would go Mares. But when you consider that Gakpo will likely start all four of his games in that period, it's four starts versus two, isn't it? I would say. Mm. So, I mean, Gakpo hasn't impressed. No. He hasn't impressed. But you've got you've. You've got to go in for the doubles, haven't you? We'll talk about it later, but I think you've got to you've got to try and where you can, you've got to invest in the doubles and speculate. I think. Yep, uh, we'll come on to Salah in a sec. Who obviously is going to be getting a lot of investment in that. I mean, Solly March is third. <clears throat> there was a post. I think it was Raptor posted about um, players whose names you've got to pronounce both for. So Jal Felix is is one. You don't just call him Felix, right? That's weird. You've got to call mm. him Jal Felix. You can't call mm. him March. It's definitely you've got to call him Solly March. Yeah. You have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of others now. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Perez, I guess. Yozy Perez. you got to say Yozy Perez. Yeah, I mean, he had a Yozy on his Ayozi back, Perez. didn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, huh. yeah, yeah it's true. Very, let, let us yeah. know. Let us know in the chat if there's any other players yeah. where you've got to pronounce both. Um, but mm. March is third on this list, 0.69. Uh, points per 90 of 8.10, which is really high. <clears throat> Still can get him at 5.1. If you're wondering where... Um, my best mate Matoma is. He's down in 23rd. Uh, March got a better points per 90 over the last six than him in terms of 7.53 and a better XJ on penalty per 90 of 0.69 to 0.42. I still back Matoma though. Yeah. It's, fun. <laughs> it's more fun. More yep. fun, I think. Uh, that's what I go with. I would. I, I, I you know, I, I, March has been incredible, obviously, and he's been rejuvenated. Well, not even rejuvenated because he's never been at this level before, has he? So, I don't know. I guess it's a trust thing, isn't it? We we just see the likely regression, whereas Matoma, you think, could even kick on and probably will. So that's my reasoning. Mm. Uh, some good ones in the chat. Uh, ben Me. Don't just call him Me, do you? No, you don't. Well, you, ben can't. Me. you can't say, you can't say Me. Can ben you? White yeah. as well. Don't just Ollie call him Watkins. White. Is it Ben? No, Is it any players called Ben? Do we, do we have to say Ben? What do you mean? Well, Ben White ben, and Ben Me. Ben White. Ben, maybe it is, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a Ben thing. Yeah, maybe it is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ollie Watkins, Luke Shaw as well. Yeah, you don't just call him Shaw, do you? I, some, I guess sometimes you do. Hmm, anyway. Bernardo Silva, yeah. I, you know, I think we just spend the rest of the show just doing this. I, don't, I, don't, I think this is what people want, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Salah, he is the obviously the main man for this this stream. Mm. Uh, Return of the King. Uh, we've got uh, some... We, we did a, a joint effort on some, on some data for Salah, um, which I'm going to show in just a second. But he's down in 15th out of midfielders, which is a very rare place for him to be. Points per 90 of 3.67 over the last six, which is absolutely terrible. Uh, an XGI non-penalty per 90 of 0.51, which is below that magic number of about 0.6, which is what, which I, what I like to, uh, mm. to judge uh, these kind of players on. One goal, six starts. Yeah. Poor. Still, still no penalty all season. Mm. Which obviously is a factor, right? Because you'd ex- you wouldn't expect that. Um, yeah, but again, like I say, I think certainly where I am in the world, I've got to go all in on the double game week. I think regardless of data and our concerns, I'd be very surprised if most managers aren't setting their teams up to try and move to Salah mm. for 25 because of the double. And I would imagine that unless you're going to captain an Arsenal player, which is fine, you're going to be going with the captaincy on Salah um, in 25. So, yeah, I... Um, I've got concerns. I mean, Liverpool were decent against Everton, showed some promise, but I don't think they can switch it overnight. I think the, the malaise has set in to a degree there. 
there's more work to be done. It's not just going to be a, you know, reignition and they're going to suddenly be that force again. Uh, and Salah needs Liverpool to play well, it seems. I think he's not a player that can conjure goals and assists out of nothing if those around him aren't performing. He needs the team to be playing well. He's definitely suffered as a result of Mane not being there. He's been a cog in the machine that has been so vital, obviously, and he's, the loss of Mane has, has had a bigger effect than than anyone expected, perhaps. Mm. And the impact is there to be seen. Salah, what price will Salah be next season? Do you think FBL will be brave enough to really knock him down? Well, they put they put Kane down to 11.5, didn't they? So yeah. could we see Salah at 11.5? I think so. I think it'd be 12. He's going to come down by mm. a million, I would have thought. I guess, you know, they've got to do that because otherwise, you know, they've got to increase Haaland to perhaps 14. Got to be 14. That's what Van Persie yeah. was, wasn't he? When he yeah, he had that. he's got to go up to 14 mm. and then they've got to give us the, the appeal of not... I mean, no one's not going to go, and no one's going to go. No one's not going to get Harlan. Not even I would be silly enough to do that. So, <laughs> oh, that's, guess, a, that's a soundbite for next season. <laughs> I guess then it's um, then it's about do you go freemium or not, isn't it? Because you're you're going to be able to afford two premiums. Mm. So maybe it's better that Salah is around twelve million still, because then it goes, it mm. makes it harder to go freemium, um, which will hopefully create more variety. Yeah, I. It's just so disappointing. It, 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 we need in a season where Haaland has been what what he has been, which is like the obvious captain. We needed Salah to stay at the level he was last season to even make it a decision, and he hasn't. He he, he just hasn't. And De Bruyne hasn't. Kane has performed well, but he's never offered that ceiling as either that Haaland has has so threatened. You know, four hat tricks. What do you do with that? So it would, it would be it'd yeah. be so exciting, wouldn't you, if 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 you had Salah, De Bruyne, Haaland, Kane, all you know performing well, and then maybe you had like Sterling and Fernandez, like we talked about at the start of the season, yeah, yeah, you know, around the ten million mark. You know, there's there's, mm. but it, it hasn't really worked out like that. I think you're right about about Salah. I mean, you know, you, you talk about. I think you know that that game against Everton was at a good time because we needed to see something from him in that in that match. Newcastle away, it's difficult to judge him on because Newcastle mm. statistically the best mm. defense in the league, but you'd expect him to get something about against Everton and, and he did. I mean, you talk about Arsenal. I mean, look at Saka. So Saka's, to me, is the obvious captain that week. Um, but he's, he's 31st on the list of midfielders, 0.37. XGI non penalty penalty. Obviously has the penalties as well. And Arsenal were getting penalties, uh, which is good. But his XG non penalty per shot is 0.06. Salas is 0.16. He's not getting, yeah. he's not getting a lot of chances um, no, in, in a game, open not. play. But they, they've had a bad run, and but I look at their fixtures and think they've got a double in 25, Leicester and Everton. Two, two very good fixtures in terms of the defences they face. They will get chances against them two defences. And I would expect Odegaard and Saka to climb this table the next time we look at it. Mm. Uh, after 25, that is. And then they follow that with Bournemouth, Fulham and Crystal Palace and Leeds, right? So that's a very strong run. I mean, Fulham is the only team there that I think could put up any form of barrier for them to score goals when you they've got Bournemouth, Palace and Leeds all at home. Yeah. So I, even though they've dropped down this table, there is no way you'd be spec, you know, you'd be thinking I'm I'm not going to need Arsenal players at this point when they've got no. that double in those fixtures. So it would no it would almost be I mean it would be but it would almost be better in terms of making the game exciting if Arsenal had blanks instead of doubles. 
because then you'd have a decision make looking at yeah. these stats. But with you know with the double last week and the one next week as well, and then good fixtures around it, you're just going to stick with the three, aren't you? And, and yeah, I, I'm very happy with the three attackers I've got. I mean, yeah. I guess with Inketia, the problem is how long before Jesus is a factor. Um, I still think there's weeks to go before that, but we'll see. We nearly had our dream goal, dream black box goal, Zinchenko we to Inketia. Oh, he should have done better with that chance. Yeah. He should have done better with both headers, really. Mm. Um, and he he was disappointing on the night. I thought he won the penalty, but I I think he, he I mean Diaz played him well. I thought I think he, he he really didn't get a sniff. He wasn't doing the bits and pieces around the box no. that he'd been doing in the past, like holding the ball up and being the link man. And they struggled. I mean, Arsenal really struggled. They they did well in the first half, but they were just yeah bullied in the second half. If, if 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 Partey was fit and, and Jesus was, was in the really team, they'd, they'd have won the game. Because um, mm. I don't think City were that were that impressive. Mm. So I think second half they they I, they impressed me, and Harlem is just like yeah a beast. I mean he, Gabriel handled him okay in the first half, but he really was. A he showed a different second. side. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Not just the goals, but just general play was was really high. His physicality is ridiculous. Yes. When I see him live, I mean it's the first time I've seen him live, and I'm like. He scared me and I was like 25 <laughs> rows back. So, uh, let's do a bit more analysis on Salah then, um, as, as you know, this is the decision that a lot of people are making. Just before we do, uh, just to shout out a couple more, Callum Wilson, another player that you say both names, that we just call him Wilson. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you do, yeah, that's right. Uh, Ashley yeah. Young as well, a good one. Uh, and the best one, and I'm not going to take any more after this one, but the best one, Ben Krellin. I call him Krellin. Do you? Yeah. You call him Krellin? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Krellers. Well, Andy would, because he, he used to call his pupils by their surnames, right? So like, Krellin! <laughs> Old Nears. Get your nose out of that spreadsheet and pay attention. Oh, you mean North, Andy North? Yeah, Andy yeah. North. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. Yeah. Uh, he's a teacher, if anyone was wondering about that. Yeah, I think. Uh, Let's take a look at Salah. So this is um, some, some data, basically looking at each individual game week uh, this season. Oh, nice image at the top there. Thank well, you. Cheeky. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, you put this together and I, I found this really interesting. So then I went and I did the same thing. Basically, you put together the, the chart on the left. I went away and had a look at his data from uh, last season <laughs> for, the, for the same uh, period. So this is not including any games that, that he's missed. Uh, he missed a couple through injury last year. And then this year, it was the various different postponements um, mm. and things. But I was quite surprised with how similar these are, except for the points. <laughs> Basically, at this point last season, Salah had 177 points. Um, this season he's got 116. So it's penalties though. How many penalties yeah. by this time last season? I mean, I'm going to look it up now. This this show is all about data on the fly. Five, but six. I think that must be it. Like it must be it because look at the XG. Yeah, that's what's interesting. The XG is quite similar. Mm. Um, and it's but it's XG non penalty, of course. Whereas yeah. I think if you were looking at XG alone, we would see that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look to see how many penalties they had by this stage of the season. Well, while you're um, doing that, I'll just talk a little bit more about what, what these charts kind of mm. show. So, the, the basically the non-penalty XGI highlighted in green is basically any individual match in which Salah had um, a, a XGI higher than 0.6. So, I put this in kind of elite brackets. So it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten um, in this season at this point, and it's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten last season. So no difference in terms of that. So basically in terms of like individual games, he is still hitting kind of high numbers across games. And even in his amazing season last year, where he, you know, absolutely unbelievable. I mean, he still had games where his XGI was quite low uh, against Spurs, yeah. 0.16, uh, 
Southampton at home, 0.16 our season. West Ham, 0.17. But he was finding ways to get points in these games. He got um, he got six points against Southampton with a really low non-penny XGI. He got five points against West Ham. You know, he was keeping that kind of consistency that was so important for us when he was our captain every week at the start of the season. But as you look at him this year, and when basically when his, ex, his non-penny XGI is, is lower, he's just not really getting the returns in the same way. Uh, mm. You know, you look at Forest, 0.35 blank. Brentford, uh, 0.5 blanks. And then he goes on for four more games blanking. 0.1, 0.1, 0.2. Really, really low non-penalty XGIs and blanks in all of them. And then Raw's back against Everton, 1.1, and gets 11 points. So, I mean, the, the overall thing is genuinely, his, his non-penalty XGI this season for Liverpool, and I think we all agree they have been struggling, has been 0.64. Last year, it was 0.75. So not a huge amount in it, but not getting returns in games in which he's not hitting kind of big attacking numbers. So, yeah. Well, you, you started this chart. What does that tell you about, about Salah? Well, I mean, firstly, he had an extraordinary season last season, wasn't he? And so I, I think it's hard to compare him against that because it was almost superhuman. At this point, he had uh, 16 goals, 10 assists. He only had scored three penalties. So the penalties were three, a bigger yeah. factor. Yeah, so 16 goals, 10 assists. He'd only blanked when starting in two games, right? So that's... Whereas this season, blanked when starting. At this point, he's blanked in 12 games when starting mm. compared to two last season. I mean, that it, it tells a story. He's got eight goals and five assists so far. So, yeah, his he's returns have, have halved, exactly halved. He had 16 goals at this point, 10 assists, and he's got eight and five. Um, it's it's got to be Liverpool. It's got to be the, the injuries that they've had and, and, and the changes that, that they've had as a result of that. No Jota, no Firmino recently, of course. Obviously, they lost Mane. Um, Thiago hasn't been fit consistently either, so that midfield creator hasn't been there. Um, so much disruption. Robertson and Trent have been either shut down or just haven't been shown any kind of form to produce the creativity. Lots of factors have fed into it. At the start of the season, he was playing wider. You know, Darwin came in and I think disrupted the tactical outlook a bit. I think they started the season trying to play him wider with Darwin more of a target man and Salah was putting in more crosses. Lots of factors are fed into it, but he, he, he he's not displaying the output of a heavy hitter anymore. And the only reason we are considering going back to him is the double game week. Well, the, 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 one, the one thing I'll say about, I know there has been disruption in Mane leaving and, and getting used to Darwin and things, but if you look at the chart on the right, if you look at all of the ones I've highlighted in green, so this is all of his non-Pedexhi um, scores above 0.6, he got points in every single one of those games. He returned yeah. something in every one of these games. You look mm. at this season against Leicester, he had 1.04 blanked. He had 0.81 against Southampton blanked. 0.85 against Brighton. Okay, he got, he got an assist. Bournemouth, 1.3 blanked. Liverpool v Palace, 0.63 blanked. There's a lot more blanks when he should have been getting returns that he was getting so, last season. Yeah. So it's, so maybe it's just conversion, variance. right? Variance, maybe conversion, it, something. Yeah, maybe there is that. I, I, I don't think though, I, I don't, it's, it's, it's a big enough sample now and, and, and I know that like people who swear by data say, you know, the eye test is a diversion and you shouldn't take it in. But I don't think there's any question mark that Liverpool have been so poor this season mm. in spells that that has got to have contributed to Salah's output, right? It, it just has, right? So it's not him as a player necessarily, but it's the players around him. And yes, the XG 
shows that he's, he's still getting chances. But what? How many shots generate that xG? I mean, is he is he having more shots but lower quality shots? I mean, that's a that's a that stat we're not showing, but I can have a look at that. I mean. I I just watching him in games. He's just not getting the opportunities mm. and in the positions that he has done in previous seasons. Is my perception. Of course, the penalties are added to that as well. But I, yeah, I don't think you can deny. I don't think you can just say it's all variance and he'll get back to his best. Well, I think um, I think this this data is good because I think it, it complements the eye test. The, the eye test tells me I can't really trust him. He looks on the periphery sometimes in games. Liverpool. I know their attacking data look good, but they look to be struggling. The Everton game, we want to see more of that, but we hadn't seen that in the previous games. And then I look at this stats and I think, okay, if he's delivering these numbers and not getting returns, that is someone that I can't trust. I can't trust to, to consistently captain him. Can I trust him oh, even no. with a premium spot when I've got Kane getting something or near of something every, every week, Haaland as well? It's hard to justify him, but he has got a very, very good lucky looking double game week coming up and he has just yeah. scored 11 points yeah. against Everton. So... So he, he has had fewer shots this season, not more. So it's not it's not that it's not like his XG is diluted in any way. If anything, it should be the other way around. So the gap is the gap in XG is just re- reduction in volume of shot. So the quality of chance, there's no there's no indication he's getting lower quality chances, non penalty chances. Mm. He's just um, not clinical. He's just there's, no, some, there's something he's missing something um, this season that we haven't seen him missing in any other year he's been playing for Liverpool in the Premier League. But yeah. And that that you you can't really explain. His conversion rate is eleven point eight, um, whereas last season it was twenty percent. So his conversion mm. rate is clearly down. Um, conversion of shots on forty three percent accuracy uh, last season and thirty nine percent this season. So he's he's hitting the target with roughly the same amount of regularity, but he's not converting those chances. Um, mm. What is that? I mean, there's no explanation for that other than I guess it's variance and it's just it's going to turn maybe. But I don't know. I don't think you can. I, I mean, hand on heart, I can't think that he's suddenly going to turn into the player that he was last season unless Liverpool improve as a team. Mm. Right? That is my take on it. But maybe I'm going to be wrong and he's going to burst out with a load of goals and assists regardless of Liverpool um, still playing the way they are and, and not getting the players back from injury. But just You look at the, enti- the whole, the entire team is underperforming. You know, right from the goalkeeper to the defence, to the midfield, to the attack. Every single one of them. There isn't a single player in that side that I think has really stepped up this season and said, right, we're doing badly, but I'm going to show everyone, you know, yeah. and, and grab the ball by the horns and go for it. And that should be Mo, really, given his importance to the side. He's not that player though, is he? He's, I've seen him in games where Liverpool are struggling and he's not the kind of player who can get hold of the game and mm. make that difference. Um, he hasn't. He doesn't seem to have that capacity this season. You know, those, those goals that he scored where he beat two men and curled it in for 25 yards, they're not there. I mean, obviously they're, they're unique uh, events that uh, that only really crop up when I guess confidence is high, maybe, and they're, 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 you can't expect those kind of goals with regularity. But he just doesn't even look like that. No. He doesn't look like having the confidence to even take that opportunity to beat a man and try mm. to curl one in from twenty five yards. He has struggled to convert from closer in, so he can't do it. He can't do it unless Liverpool improve. I don't think um, there's so, so little creativity, really. If you take out Trent from that team, you look at midfield with Thiago out. You know, yeah. You're looking at what Elliot Fabinho, Henderson. It's not there. Bajatic, who who was very impressive against Everton, but yeah. still. And Gakpo, a Gakpo, I thought would be a more mm. of a creative influence, but he hasn't yet been that. So I've been disappointed in him as well because I thought he would come in and and he would create chances for for Salah, 
Um, but it just it just hasn't been the case. So yeah, it's it's a it's a bad time for them. There's no doubt. Still, despite the victory over Everton, they're not out of the rut. Uh, but we've got to go for it. I think you know you you've got to hope that it is variance and that he will deliver over the double game week. Yeah, uh, two things just to mention, which have absolutely no relation to uh, Salah. One is there's been an official Qatari bid for Manchester United uh, right. since we've been on stream, which is Joy. big. Big news, another, another potential big investment mm. um, coming for them. Uh, and Lee Mason has retired as a referee. Yeah, I saw that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, not going to comment on that because he, uh, he he didn't do right by us earlier in the season. So <laughs> Don't comment. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to forwards. Got Brighton Man at the top, Danny Welbeck. Hexshot not putting it behind you, 1.19. I don't think anyone's going to be buying him. Um, but we'll move on. Number two. Though. And Undav is free as well. Look at that. Number three, Undav. Neither, and neither can finish. Neither can no. I wouldn't trust either of them with 20 chances to, to score a goal. Mm. Uh, where's Ferguson? He's ninth. 0.6. We need it. We need him back inside. Um, but look at that. Nestled between Welbeck and Undav is Jal Felix. We have talked mm. about him already. Um, but next year, non with 90 of 1.18 is crazy high. Only two starts for him. Um, but 5.5. Well, if I put five shots, it sounds a bit weird. Maybe six shots a match in the, in the games that he's had, uh, which is a league high. And I'm expecting that to continue because he was dangerous again against Dortmund. He had two good chances that he maybe he should have scored. Got good fixtures come as well. Honestly, I really like him. I really do. It's, yeah, I, again, though, look, it's just 147 minutes. You know, <coughs> but on that score, you'd be considering Welbeck. So I, I I know I know the eye test has been impressive, right? So the data is 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 a small sample, but it is backed by the fact that he's he's looked good and he he did look good in the midweek as well. Um, but I I just don't trust Potter's I don't trust Potter's team selection. I don't trust Potter's tactics yet. Um, and do I want to rip up my plans to get through the blanks and doubles to go for the one one shot Felix against? I said Felix, not Jao Felix against Southampton. I don't know. I don't think I do. It is tempting because I love these kind of punts, but this is he's most, he's most bought, so it's not even a punt at the moment, is it? Well, I mean, still 3% ownership overall, so he's, he still kind of is, but I mean, his goal record for Atletico Madrid, have you seen this? Mm. Oh, it's strong. Oh, no, it's not strong. It's the opposite of strong. Well, it's, right, okay. It's 6 in 27 in his first well, that's... season. He's he's not a full, he's not a centre forward though, is he? Right. So for, as a midfielder, that's not terrible. Well, it's not. But we're considering FPL wise. We're considering. Yeah, but the thing is, I never consider him. I don't consider him a forward. At Atletico, I wouldn't have considered him a, a a number nine, and which is you know which is what he's playing for Chelsea out of out of necessity, I guess. But well, yeah. six in twenty seven his first season, seven in thirty one mm. the season after. He then had his yeah. best season in 2021-22 with eight goals. In 24, and then he got four goals before he signed for Chelsea. Yeah, in 14 I, I, appearances. I've never considered him a, a goal scorer, though. Like, he's a goal scoring midfielder as well. I, I, I was surprised that he was put in as a forward. Um, he is playing there, so it's fair enough. Uh, and I guess for Chelsea, he always was going to play there because that's what they were lacking someone to kind of spearhead the attack with, alternate with Havertz or play with Havertz. But I, I, he, he's not. Chelsea striker solution long term he is but he is the he is the one for them at the moment who's going to be getting the majority of chances yeah yeah and 
I, I just like him. I re- honestly, he's the, mm. he's the player that I, I can't get because I've got these three bloody premiums that are all a pain in the ass. <laughs> and I look at him, I think he's just going to do well. He's going to do well against Southampton. He's then got a game in 25 and he's got good games. And I'm going to regret not moving for him. I like him. I, I think I think Chelsea are going to start scoring a few more goals. I think the data is yeah. getting a bit more encouraging. I think, I think I think I think defensively I'm willing to back Chelsea, but I'm not. I'm still not convinced on the attack. Mm. Mm. Well, no, nor am I. But I just went with the fixtures. It could, it couldn't be a better group of fixtures. Um, it's, I mean, they have got Spurs in 25. I mean, they've got no midfield now with with Ben Tancor out. Hoiberg's back, isn't he? Because he was suspended for the Champions League. But Skip coming in, Romero. Out mm. for a bit as well. Yeah, I mean you're right about Spurs. Benton Curve is a massive loss for them. Massive loss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean the fixtures are there. Forest in 27 is going to be. Well, that's for Spurs, isn't it? Chelsea play. Yeah, yeah. The, the fixtures are there. You can't deny that because um, they've got Leeds, Leicester, Everton after the Spurs game as well. So none of those next four after the Southampton game are going to test them, and they they could they they will give up opportunities all of those teams. Mm. Yeah, it is, very, it is very tempting. It's just, it's because we're, you know, our, my mind is set on sticking to the plan and it's like, should I, should I deviate from that to go for what I consider to be a punt? Um, and I'm not ruling that out, but I, it, I just wish we'd we'd have seen this, this a little bit extra from Chelsea a little bit earlier. Mm. I admit we are seeing glimmer of, of them emerging from this and becoming a source of fantasy talent and Felix is definitely going to be the most likely to stand out. I just think it's such a small sample still. I don't know mm. if I want to just go there, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not against it and, and maybe in my position I should be doing it. We would not have seen, I know he scored, but we would not, we would not have seen Jao Felix attracting this much investment in previous seasons, I don't think. I think it's because people are more aware of things like the blanks and they're more aware of stats and they're more aware of that kind of thing that they're, they're buying him. Um, it's, it's, it's price content, helps as well it's content creators and I that Delia, absolutely Delia said it's a content creator pick right which is great right but in previous seasons that would have been a player third or fourth or fifth in the Ooh. in the most bought but that to ease the most bought means more people are watching more content so our active managers like the you classify an active manager now almost as someone who does watch content on YouTube don't you like if you well, how would you describe an active FBL manager? Someone who updates their team every week, makes transfers every week. Yeah, yeah. How many how many active managers do you think watch content or listen to podcasts? Well, I, I normally judge it by Andy. <laughs> Let's talk. How many subscribers has he got? Three hundred thousand, mm. three hundred fifty thousand, mm. something like that. So maybe add on. I'd say probably about five hundred thousand. Yeah, it's getting that way. Six hundred thousand, something like that. Yeah, as, as I said in previous seasons, five hundred thousand was the number of active managers left <laughs> you know maybe at this point it maybe not I mean like I think there's, there's degrees of active isn't there but I think I definitely think like there's there's a lot more people now um, taking in content and, and reacting and making their tactics according to what they're seeing and um, you know obviously we're part of that um, so yeah it, it, it makes it harder um, I don't I, I'm dubious as to whether Joe Felix can deliver against Southampton um, we'll see I like him I know, and I, <laughs> and I've I said it multiple totally, times. I can totally see it, and and it's an exciting transfer, much more exciting than anything. It is, got, isn't it? So. And and like yeah. I like I said, I think with 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 Tony and with people looking to move on from Tony, Martial, Mitrovic, these guys, I think it's it's coming a good time. Um, 
thirteenth in this list, a certain Norwegian meat house. Yeah, he's dropped off, isn't he, since the restart? Zero point five four low, mm. lower than Brennan Johnson. Zero point five five. Yeah, and Amani. No surprise, mm. really. No. It's only a matter of time before <laughs> Brennan showed his pedigree. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's he's not getting the quality of chance, clearly, that he he, he was prior. Um, he's still getting 2.52 shots per 90, which is down, which is low. If you look at the, the players around him, that is lower than you'd expect. So it's just the number of chances have gone down, I would say. You'd expect him to be in the top 10, wouldn't you, for shots per 90? And he's not. Yeah, no. no. And the fact that Brennan's getting almost the same number of opportunities per game than as Haaland is a real surprise. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, there's no concern though. I mean, I think he, I think in home games, it's an absolute, it's not a question whether you should captain him. Away from home now, perhaps, I mean, I think, do City now switch to be, to blow teams away or are they going to switch to being in results mode and, and manage games out? Because around Champions League, this is the dangerous time with Haaland in that Pep will always have that in his mind about Haaland's going to play midweek for mm. sure. So how long does he get? Even if City uh, destroys Forest 3 or 4 nil, is Haaland going to be on the pitch for that for mm. those 3 or 4 goals? Probably not. I think once a game is won, he's going to be off. Do you remember against Forest, people were saying the same thing earlier in the season? There was yeah, concerns. He, he, <laughs> yeah, but that back then we were away from home and we were a team that would concede goals in a matter of three or four minutes. We're not that team anymore. You've got no right? centre-backs. You're, you're trying to do an emergency signing of Steve Cook, aren't you? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some desperate uh, times there, surely. Yeah, when has is, when is Steve Cook ever been in an emergency? <laughs> not often. Um, no, I love Steve. He turned our season around when he arrived a year Ex-Brighton. ago. brighton legend. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, we, we haven't. I mean, but we, the centre-backs we have got, one of them's our captain and the other ones was playing for Atletico Madrid like, uh, earlier in the season. Mm. So they're, no, they're not mugs, the two we've got. So, and I don't know. I, I think that, I don't think Haaland will run riot. I'm not going to captain Haaland. Aren't you? No. That's gone well for us in the past. I'm going to ruin everything <laughs> but I'm not captain Haaland. I don't think I'm going to captain Haaland. I don't know if he starts. I think one of De Bruyne, Amarez and Haaland won't start. Mm. And I don't know if he starts. I, I don't know for sure. I think there's around 10 to 15% chance he doesn't start. Maybe bigger and he doesn't start. I definitely think he's not going to get more than an hour. There's definitely some forest oh, bias yeah. creeping in here, isn't there? Well, there is. There is. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's very hard to back a, t- a player against your team and then you have you hope there's going to be a thrashing on that's mm. right there could be um but the other factor is of course when we get to captains is rashford right for once we've got rashford in the form of his life against the weakest defense in the league at the moment mm. or one off in leicester right forest are probably one of the best defenses in the league at the city ground so if you're going to use defensive data to guide your choices then um then it there is some logic in it, um, but obviously it's the forest bias. Have you seen um? You seen Delia's comment in the chat? What's she saying? <laughs> I don't Delia. What? What? <laughs> she says, uh, "Mark, you do ma- oh, uh, we could. Ma- match of the day challenge." If you're not, we cap- could. Remember we? last time we did that? Neither was Adam. No, that was <laughs> horrible. Not, not even didn't captain him. Neither was bloody Adam. He got hatching against Palace. <laughs> oh dearie me! Six thousand yeah. live sort of tuned in for that mess. Yeah, mm. I I could do the match of the day challenge, couldn't I? I could do it. Um, 
Do you want to? Do you want to do it? I don't know. What? what, what tomorrow? That. No, I'll go on my way this weekend. Ah, uh, so you can't do it. Yeah. I might do it on my own. I might that, just turn oh, up. Oh, please and, do. <laughs> I might just stream at a half ten on my own. People can watch my misery. Oh, wherever, so I, I, wherever I am, I I'm tuning in for that. So I just, I just don't know if I can go the day not knowing how far it's got on, really. I don't know. Maybe I will. I doubt it, but maybe I will. It'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> we, need to, we need to book in a... Um... We do, we do. I, I, and, and imagine me doing it on my own and I'd tune in and there's like 5,000 waiting to start. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Because you know when there's a lot there, it's gone wrong, don't you? So... We I've, need to book one in. I'll tell you what, the FPL community is amazing. Check this out, right? So I, um, mm. I've actually, you, you can see my, my handle on the screen is, is at FF Scout as, which has been for, for, mm. for year, countless years. I changed it today to, um, FPL black box underscore as, mm. uh, hopefully you'll do the same or <laughs> I'll be my own and we look, we look weird doing these. Um, but someone's just tweeted me and said, they've grabbed my old username in case I ever want my old one back. And if I want it back, I can DM him and he'll give me it back. How oh, lovely is that? Lovely. How yeah, lovely is that? Yeah. So thank you to yeah. at the FPL fan. That's a good Twitter. idea. That's genuinely really, really kind. Uh, yeah. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be changing mine soon as well. So, woo! So I need to grab mine. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, ask, ask, uh, ask the FPL fan. Ask Andrew. I better be quick. I better be quick. I'm going to grab I, yeah. yours and then. Yeah, straight you away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, I better do that early in the morning so you, when you're not around. I don't know. Uh, prediction. Oh, predictions. Have you seen the predictions for last week? No. Oh, go on. Uh, Let's have a nice surprise for me. Or did uh, we both do badly? Ugh. Did we both do badly? Predicted 11 matches. You got seven right. <laughs> I got three. Wow. Wow, look at that. Correct scores free as well. I got as many correct scores as you got outcomes. Yes, thank you. I've been dreading this this bloody slide. Look at this. Uh, so I'm now only two behind on correct scores and my percentage of outcomes is 53.9. How am I having a really bad FPL season in the season that I am got better at predicting the scores? I don't understand. I mean, you're thrashing me. Work, I mean, my, my correct outcomes dropped to 47.5. We aim for around 50%. So I need to... Mm. I need to butt my ideas up a little bit. Um, seven right. What a result. Seven out of 11 right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. as always to at Tricky FPL for, for doing yeah, this. Yeah, very much thanks FPL Tricky. Yeah, thanks week. Tricky. Yeah. Can you just, <laughs> next time, just give them a little bit of an edit. Yeah. We don't, we well, don't. Should we, this feels like a live stream, but Reese James isn't in the squad for tomorrow. It's all the content creators are, are spamming that now. Are Folk they? Has just tweeted it. Andy's just tweeted it. Confirmed by... Uh, at C345Sam, who's uh, an ITK at Chelsea, um, that Reese James is not in the squad tomorrow. So if you've gone James, commiserations, and I hope you got a bench. And if you haven't gone James, but we're thinking about it, don't do it. Well, I'll talk about my transfer. My transfer had, I was considering bringing in Reese James, <clears throat> but I oh, yeah. didn't like that 90 minutes he got against Dortmund. So mm. <clears throat> I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. yeah. Big, big news. Um, right, let's take a look at some predictions for next week. No Garden Centre game this week. What? Well, would you have done it? Villa Arsenal, Newcastle Liverpool, United Leicester or Spurs West Ham. I thought they were all quite good games. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, you're struggling, aren't you? Yeah, I, I mean... It'd probably be Spurs West Ham, but then that's a derby. It probably will be Spurs West Ham. I, I mean, Newcastle Liverpool could be dull. That could be quite... Uh, what a dull, yeah, lifeless game. But, but we're going to be watching it, aren't we? Because, you know, you know, if, you, if, if your wife's saying, let's go to the yeah. garden centre, I want to see Salah, love. Got, you know, I've got to see how he performs at St. James's Park. And she would say, 
get down the garden For God's center. sake, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> she would say, he's only got eight goals in uh, 19 Was starts. going to the Emirates not enough for you in the week. Now you've got yeah. to make me watch bloody Newcastle. Yeah. No. That pips I, I, like that. She's very, I, very tolerant. <laughs> no, I, I, no, no. I have to retire to the shed with my iPad if I want to watch football at 5.30 <laughs> on a Saturday. Probably. For anyone else, that would sound so bad, but you've got the nicest shed in existence. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's hardly a miserable location, yeah. is it, for me? Uh, right, it's at the top. First game, big game, considering we're all tripled up on Arsenal. Uh, Villa, Arsenal. I've gone for a, quite a big Arsenal win here, 3-1. I think they're going to turn things around uh, in this game. I think there's going to be a couple of changes. I'm not entirely sure who. <laughs> I think Trossard definitely comes in. Mm. I think White comes in back in for Tomiyasu as well. I think there could be one more surprise as well. Maybe Tierney for Zinchenko. No. No? No, don't see it. I hope not. No. Um, Anyway, I think I think they'll have enough for, for Villa. Three one. You've gone yep. for a two one. Yep. Yep. It's fair enough. Yep. Both gone identical in the next one. Yeah. Both gone for two 0 Brentford Palace. I just think Palace are struggling, and they were so bloody lucky against us. Not for a, us missing a whole host of chances and Sanchez just. Oh, why does this always happen against Palace? I swear he's been so reliable all season, and he he drops an absolute There's howler. Paul, yeah. You know, we had mm. chances, we couldn't finish, and Matoma could have scored. Hit scored a good goal, goal disallowed. Yeah. yeah, absolute nightmare. Really disappointing. 80, what, 86th minute or something? Really annoying. Um, big game of the week, Brighton-Fulham. Huge, massive. That had been, that, that been a goal in any I other time. I, honestly, I, I'm, so, oh, I'm so angry with your attitude on this. It, huge, it would. Huge, huge game, two teams, you know, overperforming, underdog story, I, top I six. I'll tell you what, I'll make you a bet now. That that game is last on match of the day. I bet you it won't be. All right. What are we betting? I'm, t- I'm telling you now. I, what, what do you want to bet? I don't know. You, what, what do you want to put at stake? You can. What have I got to wear something on stream? You can again? pick my profile picture on Twitter for a week. What if I win? Yep. And you can pick mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it's last on match of the day. Let's have a look at the three o'clock. So hold on. Brentford Palette. Oh, that could be. Bad. It's that so Everton Leeds. <laughs> No, nah, no, because that's a relegation. Wolves, battle. Bournemouth. Come on. Oh Jesus, what have I done here? <laughs> <laughs> Even Brentford Palace could be a. a yeah, well, I can't list. take that back. Nope. Can't take that back. You've, oh. all, you've all, all heard it now. Oh, bad bet, Mike. Uh, and I'm going to be watching. And you'll be doing on my own challenge. The challenge. No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I've got a hope for a goal glut at Molyneux now. Oh dear. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> what are you going to pick me for my picture? Oh, what Ooh, have I done? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe something Lingard related. Although, I don't know. It could still go my way, that Brighton Fulham. You never know. We'll see. Hmm. There's a number of games there that could be last. It isn't going to be a good match today on Saturday. I think I, I think you're just completely wrong about Brighton Fulham. I think, Do it's, you? I think it's going to be a really exciting game. Right. I, I've, I've gone for a 2 one. We're, we're so rarely involved in, in unexciting games at the moment, the way we play. Um, and Fulham, have, uh, uh, Fulham are uh, A, a tricky side for us, given the history with them, and B... Mitrovic, we struggle against him. Hopefully he's, well, I say hopefully he's fit from a spectacle point of view. I hope he's not fit from a Brighton point of view. Um, I've gone, I've gone a dull one, Neil. All right, I'll stay consistent there with my beliefs. So there you go. People aren't, aren't impressed with your bet. I know. Well, you know. Look out for the, look out for the profile pick next week is all I can say. Yeah. Oh, do your work. Put your, yeah. uh, let us know in the comments what you'd like Mark's profile picture oh, to be. Oh no, don't put it to them. That's not fair. You didn't say that. You didn't say, <laughs> I get to pick your profile pic and I get to ask people. Should have done, done some, ter- done some terms and conditions. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Then yeah, again, it yeah, might yeah. be like your, your Jesse Lingard top, which you just never bought. Uh, that's it. Mention that again. Yeah. Never stop. Uh, Barbie logo. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> no, please. No, that can't be that. <laughs> no. <laughs> that. Uh, Chelsea's Hampton, both gone uh, for 2-0. Yeah. Felix Brace. Yeah. yeah, I think they win it. Yeah. No, James yeah, interesting. No, yeah, I mean, does that dent Felix? Probably not. I mean, they got have they got creativity outside of I mean James obviously James in the team is a good is a good thing for the for the forwards because it's a it's a source of goals because there's no doubt James offers them that mm. that width and that and the whipped crosses and so on. So yeah, I uh it's a it's a shame because I'd like to have seen James in that game, see what he does. But yeah, they're gonna win it. They're gonna have enough of Savant. I mean, managerless defensively, I mean, they're not terrible, but you've got to think they're in a bad shape at the moment with, with the way that Jones has left them. Mm. Um, he, he didn't really seem to have a plan or he didn't have methods to enact that plan if he did. Um, they tried for Jesse Marsh, haven't they? Did I you see... Um, where the latest is. You see Ashley Williams talking about mm, Jones. I did, yeah. Quite, Interesting that, wasn't it? Quite telling, yeah. Basically, if you haven't seen it, look it up. It's basically Ashley Williams saying... Didn't have a clue what he was doing. Didn't have any. Didn't offer them any tactics whatsoever. And he said that he didn't have the confidence to mm. um, to impose his way on players that he thought were at a higher level. Yeah. And that kind of matches what he said about the Southampton players when he said he came in and then they were Premier League players. And I haven't been, you know, maybe I've been doing them a disservice because I haven't been giving them Nathan Jones. So what he was perhaps saying there is that I haven't really been asking him to do what I want of them because I felt they were good enough and of a level where they didn't need my guidance. But that's his job, isn't it? Right? It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that he would do that at Stoke and fail and then go to Southampton and do the same thing and expect different results. Yeah. yeah. Odd. Um, Everton leads. I've gone for a 1-0 Everton. I think home games are going to be Deitch's bread and butter. Uh, in this, I think they'll just have enough to nick it. Uh, you've gone for a 0-0. A nil-nil thriller, because that's going to be third or second in the match of the day schedule. So <laughs> a nil-nil thriller. Um, yeah, I, I do think that um, it's going to be a very tense affair. I just think that um, Leeds are lacking the finishing touch. I think they'll create chances, but Evan, uh, you know, I think Deitch will have them set up in an organised way and Pickford will probably have a blinder. So I'm, I'm going for a nil-nil. Mm. Uh, Forrest next against Champions City. You've gone for a 3-0 City. Dear, <laughs> not, not a lot of hope for you. I've gone for a 4-1. I'm, I'm backing you to get a goal. You normally no. score at home. Yeah, we do. We do. I mean, normally you score first at home as well. When was the last so time you might... didn't score at home? Have you scored in home every game this season? I'm just looking mm, at the list. No, I don't think so. I, I, you I didn't score think... against Spurs in game week four. Mm. But as far as I can see, you've scored in every other home game this season. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, we've got to have the ball, Loaz. We've got to have the ball. And I you don't have the ball against Leeds. You no, score. that's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, I think our possession data for this game will be like around 20%. Uh, I, well, I don't know. We might. I, I've got a go a City win, haven't I? And I think that we have got defensive problems, but even if we didn't, Haaland, if he does factor in the game, I fully expect him to be on the pitch at some point. Um, he will. He will cause us problems, but I don't necessarily think that he'll come out of a big haul so mm. yeah I um, yeah I've gone for a 3-0 I think that's fair enough yep uh, Wolves-Bournemouth both gone for a 1-0 Wolves I've got a decision to make about a certain Wolves 3.9 defender that I'm actually thinking of playing 
this week. So actually, he I, won't I start, have. Will he? Bueno, will he? I think he will. Eight Nori subbed at half time, poor performance, and booked. Bueno came on and changed the game. All right. Okay. The, the, well, the, the, the two problems are one, does he start? And two, does he get subbed off at half time like he seems to enjoy doing mm. his, with his left backs? Uh, I think I'm going to take the gamble, though, uh, and play. Okay. Uh, Newcastle, Liverpool. Yeah, Newcastle have been pretty poor, haven't they, since uh, Gomerish has been out? Not yeah. Too much surprise there. Uh, I've gone for a 1 1, though. I, I think they'll still have enough to keep Liverpool quiet. You've gone for a 2 1. Liverpool. Yeah, I want to back them. I want to think that they can turn the corner. Um, and like you say, I think Newcastle have been off the ball a bit. So I, I'm going to go for the. I'm going to go for the away win. Yep. Let's see. Be lovely, wouldn't it, if Salah gets another one and then confidence is high going into the mm. double. Yeah. Uh, United Leicester two one for me, three one for you, which is probably why you're thinking of old Rashi baby. Yeah, I just think that. Um, Leicester will concede chances and goals. And at the moment, mm. is, is Rashford not going to have a turn in this game? You've you still I, got Fernandes as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, I think that I think they'll win the game. I think they'll win it by several goals. Um, I've gone 3-0 City as well. But Rash, I think Rashford just looks a different level at the moment. And I think it, no team is able to stop him right now. I don't think Leicester are going to. So I think he... I think he scores, uh, and I think Harlem probably scores. But in that case, you know, Rashford will, will outscore him. I think being a midfielder, but it's it's tight. I I, I think Rashford could come out with this very close to Harland and depended on next minutes, isn't it? That's the factor. And Rashford's going to start and get seventy eighty, whereas Harland, I don't know, don't know. He's returned in eight of his last nine games, mm. um, and has returned in every home game. Um, yeah, so the last like going back to game week eleven. So you can bank on a, you know, it's, it's no guarantees, of course. I mean, if 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 City were at home to Forest and they didn't have the Champions League game, there'd be no question marks to mm. go with it. But because they got Champions League, I think these minutes will be affected by that. And yes, it, there is a Forest bias in terms of do I want to back a player and against us? I don't really. So. I don't know. I might not do it. I might I might bottle it and just go Harlem. But I think when you've got Rashford in the form he's in at home to Leicester, mm. you've got the opportunity. You've got to consider it. That's what it's about. You've yeah, got to consider sure. it, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Spurs v West Ham. I mean, I'm not expecting this to be a thrilling game, if I'm being honest. I've got Kane. I worry about Spurs in general. Conte's off again, isn't he? He's, he's had some um, more problems with the operation that he had. Wasn't quite ready to come back, he said. Uh, West Ham were poor in the first half against Chelsea, started playing a bit better. They look like a kind of functional team rather than anything too exciting. I think that's what Spurs are as well. Two functional-ish teams playing each other. Dull. I've gone for a one-all. One-nil for me. I, a dull game. I think you're right. This is as close as it gets to the Garden Centre. I'd have gone here for this. Mate, basically. Yeah. I just thought there's there's some things running. I mean, you know, with Kane and, mm. you know, with there's, there's a... I'd still rather watch this game than being a garden centre-based game. If it, well, if you had a gun to your head and you said, right, go and buy seeds and you can only go <laughs> at 12.30 on Saturday, 5.30 on Saturday, 2 o'clock on Sunday or 4.30 on Sunday, someone had a gun to your head and saying, go and buy seeds now, you choose 4.30 on Sunday, I think. Yeah, I've got Kane, so I'd probably go at 5.30. <laughs> I mean, the, the chances of someone putting a gun to your head and asking you to go and buy seeds... Probably low, but if, just in case, you need that up your sleeve, don't you? There you go. Absolutely. Uh, right, captains. Well, I've gone for primary candidate this week of Haaland. I've put Rashford in the differential options. 
Well, he, he is. Because I think he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I've got Saka, Kane, and I put Felix. It knows I put Felix and not John Felix um, as well. Just if you are looking for someone a bit different other than Haaland, I think they're the four ones that I would consider. Anyone else? Probably about it, isn't it? Yeah, nothing springs to mind, really. I mean, like, Saka is the Arsenal weapon of choice, I think, for the captaincy because of the pens. Kane without Benton Core, I think it's difficult to go there. Felix is the extreme differential, but Ra- Rashford is probably, in terms of a as a differential captain versus Haaland, as good as it's it's got mm. all season, I would say. I mean, it's, it's right, isn't it? I mean, like, Salah's never had the form to make us think, I'm going to go against Haaland. Nobody else. I mean, obviously in a double game week you go against Haaland, but in a, this is as close as I think I've seen it be in terms of mm. actually the alternative is, is strong enough to, to where we could outscore him. I think people are saying in the chat, you know, Baron Nishi saying, I'm catching Haaland out of cowardice because of high ownership. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a valid tactic and and people will be doing that. And, and if I captain Haaland, it will probably be, not because I think he'll get the most points, but because it protects rank. But like, no, two million in the dear. world, can I do? Exactly, two million in the world, I can't do that, can I? This is my point. This is why I think I've got to do it because protecting against ownership at two million in the world, it's like, come on, I've got to take a risk. And this isn't even that big a I risk. I mean, I'd, so. I'd be captaining Haaland because I think he's got the most potential for points because he's playing Forest. But do, with, but with, do you? Yeah, because you've got, you've got injuries right. in defence. He scored a hat-trick against you earlier in the season. And I think he starts. That's the main thing. Do you? I, I, think, I, I, I think... Yeah, x mins is crucial, yeah. Yeah. But obviously, if you think Rashford's going to get more points than Haaland, Captain Rashford, I, I don't... I don't it, well, let's not get into that again. You know my thoughts on that. No, I, I agree. And I think he, he genuinely can. I think Haaland will score... Um, but I don't know if he's going to outscore Rashford. I think both will score, and then Rashford, will he get another attacking return? Mm. I think he easily could, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. I mean, someone's saying, I think uh, people saying Sutar has really um, kind of strengthened Leicester's defence. Yeah, he's a good player, Harry Sutar, but mm. I still think they've got weaknesses. Um, mm. I mean, and I just think Rashford's unstoppable. So yeah, I still at home as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be some interesting decisions to make in in the next few game weeks. I mean, 25. Obviously, Holland's got Bournemouth, but Saka's got the sorry, Saka's got the double. I haven't put his second game on there, and yeah. Salah has as well. I think we're going yeah. to favour a double player yeah. over over Haaland. In game week 26, Holland's got Newcastle. That's not yeah. easy. Saka's got Bournemouth. Kane's got Wolves. Yeah, and and you might go against him there with Saka. Yeah, you might. Yeah, and then in twenty-seven, if you're going to go for a doubler, you're, you're going to go for one of the Brighton boys, Matoma, March, or Tony. Tony's got a good double against Everton and Southampton as well, and Haaland's got Palace away. So, I think realistically, I'm probably only going to captain Haaland once in the next four. Yeah, game so weeks. it feels good, doesn't it? Mm, it, it does. Feels, it feels it does. like you're taking risks when actually mm. you're just backing double game at players. But hat trick, hat trick, hat trick, hat trick. You just know it, don't you? Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take a look at some captain data because, like you said, there there is you know potential to to maybe go against Haaland this week. Uh, looking at the, the players that we've mentioned, it's Felix at the top with an XGN on Panupa 1.18, but obviously a very, very small sample size. Uh, it's Haaland next over the season, 0.84. Very high, but over the last six, that's decreased to mm. 0.54, as we've kind of mm. talked about. Uh, De Bruyne is an option, I guess, if you are thinking he's going to play, maybe Haaland misses out. De Bruyne over the season and, uh, you know, since over the last six is, is high. In terms of not putting it nice, he hasn't really been getting the points. He got the 15 in the double, but he hasn't really getting the points. But his, his data's remained strong. So he is an option. Uh, and then you can see Rashford there over the season, 0.52. Uh, 
But since the World Cup, up to 0.64, seven goals, <clears throat> more than Haaland, who got six. For example, yeah, look, at, look at his shots in the box per 90. Mm. Rashford 2.41, Haaland 2.38. Yep. So, yep. yeah, it's surprising, isn't it? I mean, that, that's been obviously Rashford's like, bursting out and emerging as a player we knew he could be, but also Haaland having a little bit of a dip in terms of the chances that they're generating for him. So, it is very even, isn't it? It, mm. it, it is mainly just the fear that Haaland's ceiling is higher. Um, when he goes, he really goes. But he's not got a hat-trick away from home yet, I don't think, this season. His hat-tricks have all been in, um, at home, is that correct? Am I correct in saying that? I want to say that, and I have said it, so <laughs> now I've said it, I better be right. I will have a quick check. Uh, he got a hat-trick sure. home to Palace, home to Forest, uh, home to United, and home to Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. So four hat yes, so many hat tricks. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, but they've all they've all come with they've all come at the Etihad. So yes, you can point to the fact that he could go mad and get a hat trick, but he's not done that away from home as yet. And Forrest at home are really strong. Um and I know got, we've got injuries, but yeah, yeah, he's he's only got two goals uh in two away matches. West Ham first of the season, and uh who was the other one? I just saw Oh against us, Brighton. Mm. Two. Oh, no, and Leeds, three. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. <laughs> three away games. Um, yeah. Look at Saka, though. Saka's bottom of both of these tables mm. in terms of considering captains. 0.45 XG on 0.90 over the season uh, and 0.37 since the, you know, the last six. So he's dropped as well. Worrying. Yeah. I mean, it, and we said about the captaincy coming up. So I, I don't know if I would do it. I don't think I would back him in the double game week, yeah, but certainly not in a single game week. I don't think Saka's a, a captain really mm. at the moment. But the, the the fixtures have been a factor and I think over the run of better fixtures, we'll see, like I said, Saka will climb again. But he's he's not heavy hitter class, is he? He, he in terms of in FBL. Like he, he's definitely an emerging talent who's going to get better and going to offer us probably a, a continual climb in his, his consistency and points with seasons to come. Is he ever going to be an 11 million, 12 million player? No, don't think so. Do you? No. In FBL? No. I don't think so. I think eight's no. probably... His bracket is what it is. Yeah, now, it? maybe nine. I mean, he has got the penalties, but I mean, he's, I'm, I'm surprised his, his data is, is as low as this. I would have thought he would be higher than Odegaard, for example. Odegaard's 0.52. I thought he'd be around that. Around 0.55, something like that, 0.6. But yeah, but that obviously depends is 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 big for him. Um looking at teams in terms of XG non-penny conceded per 90, uh Fulham over the season um are the worst. So if you're thinking about a Matoma captain, <laughs> it might be the, the, the week to do it. Uh they are fourth though out of the teams that you've you've selected uh, with 1.52. So not not a huge amount of change. I mean, Leicester though, this is the key. Leicester over the mm. last six game weeks are the worst. You know, they're conceding two expected goals close enough every game they're playing. Sutar's come in, good defender, but they look very, very capable of conceding a lot of goals and they're going to have to score a lot of goals, I think, to, to stay, yeah. stay in whereas, it. Whereas Forrest, mm. if you look at XG conceded per 90, even over the entire league, they're second to Newcastle. Mm. Yep. So... You know, um, this is this is not entirely. But if you if you go back to the defensive table, team defence, xG conceded per ninety, they are second best. But you don't have McKenna and you don't have Bolly. Yeah, but our first choice centre backs is up for debate. 
And and I think Felipe is one of our first choice centre backs. From is he any good? Then, I know nothing oh, about him. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah, he's yep. um. We don't you don't play for Simeone as a defender as a centre back unless you're any good, do you? So he's 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 quality. Um, but nobody can deal with Haaland. So <laughs> it's like doesn't matter how good you are. I don't think so. But in any other week, I think Felipe will strengthen our defence. Um, so I don't think it's that bad, those those injuries, because Wobble's our captain and on his day a good defender and Felipe, I think he's going to be our first choice centre-back anyway. So I think it's been overplayed, the McKenna-Bolly thing. It's a blow because of the consistency of selection, but I, it doesn't matter who you put there, though. Haaland's going to cause us problems. Mm. If he's on the pitch for more than an hour then yeah, he, he probably should be your captain. It's just whether or not he will be, I think. Looking looking purely at these stats though, like if you weren't looking at past performances and what we know Haaland's capable of, you'd go Rashford, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. And I think in my position, at 2 million in the world, with 14 game weeks to go, or whatever it is, why not do it? I don't think the damage will be that great. I don't think they'll beat us 5 or 6 nil, and he'll get a hat-trick. And I think Rashford will score. Mm. So I don't think they'll... You said, I don't think there'll be much in it between either of them. I, don't no. think, I think it's probably going to be similar to that Haaland Saka thing, you know, five points. Yeah, I hope looking so. At. Yeah. So is it famous, worth the risk? Famous last words. I know. It's painful. It's scary. It's definitely scary. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, teams, I should take a look at my team, how I'm set up. So I've made my very exciting move of Martial, who's on my bench, to Nonto, who's also on my bench. Uh, that gives me a team of Kepa, Trippier, Zichenko, uh, Bueno, it's currently in my starting 11, uh, De Bruyne, Saka, Rashford, Odegaard, Matoma, Haaland, Captain, and Kane. I could move Botman up to another defender for a hit. I was thinking about Badia Shield, for example, but I'm looking at the Chelsea news. It looks like they're going to yeah, be without no quite Thiago a few. Silva now. Cucurella, I... Silva, James... Do you want to play Kepa? I mean, you have to because you've only got Ward, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Bueno starts as well in this. So I think I'm going to hold and, and wait and see. There's no, I mean, it's only really Tarkovsky who, you know, we talked about defenders on that list earlier in the episode. Um, mm. I'm not taking a hit for Tarkovsky. That seems... No. <laughs> that no. seems unnecessary. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm going to have, I'm probably going to have Bueno in my 11 and 25 and Patterson as well. I mean, I, I had a quick look at 25 and what you're um, going to do as well yeah uh, and this is how I'm set up without doing anything so it's Kepa, Bueno, Zinchenko, Patterson I, I might get one game oh each oh my word I might, that's, get, that's I might get one game each out of Bueno and Patterson uh, I can then move Bo- uh, Botman to, to Tarkovsky potentially but then it's alright De Bruyne, Saka, Odegaard Nonto, Haaland, Kane yeah I, I think you're going to get I just you should you should get De Bruyne at Bournemouth. The only thing is, if De Bruyne plays against Forest and Leipzig, he might not play at Bournemouth. And does Zinchenko play both games? Probably he probably does. I think Patterson, if he comes through this under twenty one game, yeah, I think he, I think he gets might. some minutes. And yeah, I think Bueno yeah. gets some minutes. And there's no one that I'm looking at which I think I desperately need in this twenty five. Yeah, fixture. So, so what what are you going to do in twenty five? Then what's your move? I will probably just do Botman to Tarkovsky. You're not getting Salah. Mm, yeah, good point. Well, I could do De Bruyne to Salah and play and with 10 take a hit. and then take a hit. Yeah. Selling De Bruyne away at Bournemouth feels risky. Yeah. But you'd, you'd, rather, you'd rather have Salah, wouldn't you? I'd captain you him would, as well, yeah. I think. I'd captain mm. him over Saka if mm. I had Salah. You would, would Yeah, you? I think so. I mean, we're going to talk about it next week, but that's what you do, right? Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about Salah, even though despite the episode being Dave Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, turn on the king who I've forgotten about until the end. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so your team. So you. Well, you, you can talk us through your team on the screen. Yes, yeah, so this week Kepper in goal, which looking shaky now, but I think I still play my Redison. Do I? I think I do. Um, Shaw, Aki, Estupian, and Trippier at the moment. Uh, Rashford. Bruno, Saka, Odegaard, and then Haaland and Enketia. So it's all right. It's good. I've got two transfers. I'm not going to use two transfers, but I am going to use one to take Doherty out for Tarkovsky. And then am I going to play Tarkovsky over Ake? Because I don't think Ake will start. Or I think Ake will start, but it's not certain, is it? I think, mm. I mean, if I was if I was Pep, I would play Ake because Brennan's our chief threat and I play Ake left back to nullify that. If he if he doesn't play Ake left back and he plays Bernardo Silva, we might score because um, left back is definitely their weakness and Brennan's our strength on the right. So that could be quite interesting. But surely Pep play. I, I would have thought Pep plays Ake, but it's not certain. So I might well go with Tarkovsky. It is. It is. It's a bit like the Ben White situation. You can't be absolutely mm. certain, can you? And if you've got a good defender on the bench, you would therefore maybe go go with Tarkovsky, who definitely starts. Um, yeah, Mitrovic, I'm not playing at Brighton because I don't think Fulham score. Uh, if they do, I don't think they score many. And obviously there's the injury doubt as well. So why would they risk him? I don't mm. know. I, I I think he's got a well, long Well, they'd risk injury. him because of the importance of the top six battle. It's, is it? Okay, I guess they do want... Do they want Europe? I guess, mm, I guess they, they want Europe. I know, but you get in Europe second season and then that's the season you really struggle, isn't it? I mean, like, if Forrest... I mean, I'd love to get Fulham have been there before when we got fan. to the final, Europa League final. Yeah, but you don't, you, don't want it. you don't want it because I know, unless you've got a big squad or you can afford to form a big squad, Europa League can really hurt you the second season. So if I was a Fulham fan, I'd be... They want Europe. I'd be, I know they do for the financials and the experience of it. But if, if I was a Fulham fan and they get into Europa League, I'd be worried second season because you think, mm, is that going to affect us? Mm. So... For you know, if I was in their shoes as a Forest fan, I'd go no, no thanks. Come eighth or ninth, that will take that and <laughs> stay out of that. But, I'm yeah. already planning my Brighton European. Are you really journey? Yeah, take my dad to Club Bruges and they're in the Champions League, aren't they? What <laughs> some Europa League teams that I could take him to? Like some Romanian teams, that'd be fun. Well, it'll be uh, it'll be Spurs probably. Won't it? Teams like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> so, for something a bit more exotic than just going right, to see Brighton and Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I was just trying to knock Spurs. Yeah, that's what they're well, going to end up. They'll being. be lucky. They'll be lucky to get Europa League. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, your team for twenty-five. Sorry, I didn't do a screen for it. So I'm just putting it in now. Oh, did you not? Oh, you're doing it on the fly. Look at this. It's all happening on the fly. Boom. There you go. Straight in. Yes, yeah, so this is what I'll probably do. I'm taking two transfers in. Um, so I'll have Edison and Ake away at Bournemouth if Ake starts. So Kuski is a double. And then I'll probably go Trent uh, and I'll have Andreas, I'll go Salah, Bruno de Salah, Saka, Odegaard, Mitrovic, Haaland and Ketcher. So I'll have an 11 and I'll have two Liverpool. The reason why I'm going Trent and not Darwin is if I go Darwin, I'll only have 10. Um, and is Darwin so that's a, hit, is a it? better that's prospect? That's a minus four. No, that's nothing. That's no hit. So I can I can get because I've got two transfers and I'm only making one uh, this week, so I'll take two into two that, won't I? Oh, smart. So I can get I can get a full eleven out and get two Liverpool with no hit. So mm. it's looking good. It's looking good. Um I'm That's annoy- annoyingly good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Aren't ice mug at two million in the world? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what, that's no good. Though. Patterson, though, is it? No, no. So I'm in a good. I'm in. I'm in good shape. Um, and should expect to get a green arrow out of twenty five. I would have thought with that. But so you're, so you're selling Trippier for Trent. I probably will because they go to Newcastle after, and then I'll move back to Trippier later. When yeah, I think I will. I think it's worth it. I, I look at it and think Ooh. it depends what I see out of Liverpool. Um, Palace and Wolves aren't teams who score a lot of goals so I think there's a chance of at least one clean sheet there I would say even with the Liverpool defence so if they weren't if the fixtures weren't good I wouldn't do it but I do think there's a clean sheet there I, I is Darwin a better prospect than than Trent he's more exciting but then I would I'd have to go in with 10 and I think the fact that I can get 11 out and have Mitrovic mm-hmm. at Wolves properly <clears throat> sways it towards Trent and you can yeah. easily move Trent back down to trippier when you realise oh yeah I, 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 I definitely no I definitely will and and if money was a factor I wouldn't do it because I'm going to lose like 0-3 or, or yeah I think 0-3 on trippier but it doesn't matter does it doesn't matter because money's not really a thing at the moment mm. so and I don't know if it's going to be that crucial a factor I mean I can't sit here and go money's a thing with, with Edison as my goalkeeper can I so because <laughs> um, he'd be first to go if I need the money um, so yeah I, I think I'll do this it might be sure who goes but I think I, cu- I currently prefer Trippier because obviously he goes to City the game after. So yeah, yeah, it took me a second to, to realise that. Uh, okay, interesting. We're going to be going in very different directions, and always good for the pod when we do that. Uh, nice black box leagues. Before we finish, uh, what a surprise, Mark! We done one hour fifty-four when I said this was going to yeah, be there a, you go. a short one. What you know? That's not like us at all. Uh, <laughs> Mark Bleakley leading the way still. Just hit sixteen hundred points. Where is he in the world? Where in the world? Where? Mark Bleakley, he is <laughs> uh, 35th in the Still world. So he got yeah. he got a red arrow this week, went from 29th Ooh. to 35th. Come on, Mark, pull your finger out. Six places, come on, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible season for him. Uh, Andrew Shaw uh, is second. Uh, Ali Jenogrov in third. Simon Farr in fourth. Tedjus Drostri in fifth. Alex Keating in sixth. Peter Svein in seventh. Victor Sundau in eighth. Uh, Oyston Wolovic in ninth and uh, Bavna Patil in tenth. Where is Bavna? How in the top ten? How well are our top ten? Right, two two things I want to point out in the chat. Andrew Shaw's in the chat and he's first he? in the world. And Didi is saying, I'm shocked to hear Mark is actually a really good singing voice. I was in choirs. I'll, I'll, I'll have you know, <laughs> well, Didi. you were. I was in choirs all through my youth, um, and uh, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a king on karaoke. So there you go, Delia. Yeah. Now you're just praying for a good finish to FPL season. <laughs> See what I did there. Yeah. Uh Bavna Very is five hundred and sixty seventh in the world. So even yeah. our even our top ten is still in well well within the top uh 1K. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. All these people are doing better than us. I wish we didn't have this set. <laughs> I don't know why. We, 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 <laughs> it's bad enough for the great and the good rubbing it in, but yeah. I say what else rubs it in. We've got in the top five best leagues, there's FPL Mate, Slippers. FPL Harry and, Ra- going on? and Raptor and not us. Oh, that's a, that's a, upsetting. That's a, can that's our, a can our top gallery one, of content can creators, our top five just do a bit better, please? <laughs> yeah, come on. Bully. I mean, uh, we can't let that four be in the top five. It's only the official Fantasy Premier League Classic League that's stopping them dominating that. Uh, also, long, Mark Bleakley. As long as it's not Slippers who wins it. Also, Mark Bleakley, I see you in Slippers League. Please leave that immediately. Is he? Is he in there? Let's have a look. Yeah, and, get him out of and there. And Harry's. And Andrew Shaw. Andrew Shaw's in there as well. And leave immediately. Oh. 
eject yourself from that league. <laughs> eject yourself from slippers immediately. <laughs> I was going to say we should make it so that you know you can only, you can be in our league and no one else, but they will have no one in our league. <laughs> That's how it should be. That's yeah. how it should be. You can only absolutely. join one league. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, no fun for anyone. If you're not awarding assists to Trent, you can make it one league. That's what you can do. <laughs> Uh, the good news for everyone on my technical incompetence is that you'll be back at the helm next week because I well, start. Well, I hope so. <laughs> be. I know yeah. you're, you're starting my, a new job, aren't you? My turn to be stressed from work for once. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you looking forward to that? Yeah, I, it'd be good. I'm, I'm, it'll be mostly remote, but I've got two weeks of going into the Croydon office. So I'll mm. be, yeah, two two quite intense weeks, I think. So I help out as much as I can. But yeah, you'll be, um, you'll de- well, you'll definitely be hosting. So you're going into the back into the world of marketing, right? Market and, research. Uh, yeah. Well, I call it marketing because uh, you know I'd like Different. to link it to your performance <laughs> advertising bull shavers. Basically, <laughs> I just <laughs> they, they've seen your your competence <laughs> in the marketing world. Yeah. If he can advertise that, that's we'll it. get him back. That's it. That's what that's what they're all doing. You know, I'm just getting paid so much in endorsements for various products now. Yeah. Uh, I need a water bottle, yeah. fancy water bottle like yours. You do. You do oh. indeed. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait for our sponsor next week. Who will it be? But yeah, I will be hosting next week, which means like Andy be back telling us to subscribe and link. There'll be there'll be the garden. Oh, it's gonna be so again. much it'll, more it'll, fun. It'll back. We can we can stick comments on the on the stream so Billy can be in his element again. Um and yeah, and hopefully there won't be any technical problems, but I'll be incredibly stressed. That's the price you pay for that. So Well, um, it'll only be me that has to deal with it. You'll come on the stream and be fine. It'll be me getting all the messages. <laughs> Honestly, oh, work's if you, been so if hard you, as oh my mic's not working <laughs> as <laughs> if you publish the WhatsApp chats, people would, would like that would be so funny. To people, wouldn't it? Because uh, yeah. I I do I do sometimes like say to people, I was like, Oh, everyone says, Oh, black box is great you know it's really good i'm like yeah it's, it's really good it's like how oh, was it like working with the godfather mark and i'm like do they don't say that they don't say what's it like working with godfather <laughs> and i'm like bloody awful most of the time yeah, it's so He's stressful a <laughs> it's such a prima donna <laughs> yeah it's true i am yeah. terrible before the stream I'm, i get very stressed about it yeah. and, and i i am thankful for you hosting and it, it may it may it may degrade the experience slightly for the listener <laughs> Um, but not, not, <laughs> not, not to the extent that I, I don't mind having a break. But yeah, next week I'm hosting. So it'll be slick, but I'll be incredibly stressed. <laughs> oh, dear. Amazing right. stuff. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to the stream on a Friday night. We really appreciate it. We had, enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Had about 1,500 live at one point, which is amazing. Uh, do give us a like. Uh, do make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. Follow me on my new Twitter handle at FPL black box underscore as, which is a bit of a mouthful. I was going to go at FPL BB, but then people mm. wouldn't really know what BB was and it felt a bit confusing. So I thought I'd go for the yeah. full, the full rebrand. I, I'll have to go the same route, I guess, when, yeah. I, when I change mine. Yeah. I've led, okay. I've led from the front. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone. And we'll be back next week, probably at our normal time again on Wednesday at seven. Uh, but yeah, and that'll be a big one because that'll be right ahead of the, the blank double, double trouble. <laughs> don't don't go there good night from me good night everyone Podcast Network.